Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I'm going to try this one more time and keep this intro read to like a minute long for the sake of it being able to be uploaded to the website. This is the Common Chaos Podcast, your one-stop shop for that beautiful balance of chaos and order. The podcast where we discuss life, the good, the bad, the ugly in between. I am the host, Brian Kern, and I am here to bring you a balanced perspective on everyday life. Today I sit down with my good friend Knives Monroe. You can find Knives at IndieDarlings.net. He's a film creator or a filmmaker, content creator, entrepreneur, husband, father, all around genius and a great human being. We sit down and discuss our 2022 in review, uh, some of the events that took place that affected our lives, our personal stories, our professional stories, and a little bit of a projection for 2023. You can get all your podcast needs at commonchaos.net or wherever you're listening to this. Give it a like, subscribe, a share, a follow. Let somebody know how awesome it is and keep supporting it. You can also continue to support the podcast by supporting our sponsors. The first is going to be fightbackcbd.com. Get premium CBD products with 20% off by using the promo code CHAOS. Once again, that's fightbackcbd.com. You can also head on over to phoenixfit, F-N-X-F-I-T.com and save yourself 15% by using the promo code CHAOS FNX, and you're going to save 15% on all of their supplement, apparel, and gym gear. They're one of the fastest rising supplement and fitness companies in the United States. They are a gym based out of Salt Lake City, Utah, Utah, and they are a fantastic company as well. Save yourself 15% by using the promo code CHAOSFNX. That's at phoenixfit.com, FNX, F-I-T. Dot com. This is my episode with Knives Monroe. I hope I you enjoy it. You yeah, you did. And that's uh, risky. Is it? You did a Texaco taco. Well, this one's got the meat market, though. I think You're I'm right. built for it. I'm built different. I'm built different. Yeah. Like, oh, that's great. I, I, I come from I come from Texaco. Intestinally, you're just a different breed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Great way to start. I didn't I want to drink a Red Bull with an empty stomach. That's why. That's smart. That's smart. I am recording. So we're right into it with your digestive. Uh, you and me both. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, I, I guess, you know. Yeah. yeah, you're going through. You're still going through something? Bro, it's, uh, I don't think, again, I don't think I get rid of it. It's just all of that, all gastritis is, is inflammation of the stomach, of like your gastin- mm-hmm. gastrointestinal tract, mm-hmm. which is from your tongue to your butthole wow yeah the whole length and so like somewhere in there generally in the gut area where like your large and small intestines are you have some inflammation and it they were just like yeah hey diet try a couple things and it definitely like cutting out coffee sucks i had a little bit i'm weaning i have a concentrate so i'm like weaning off my coffee which sucks, but that does suck, man. I'm a caffeine fiend. So this diet is well to help with gastritis. One of them is called the Kappa free diet and it's no caffeine, mm. no acid, no peppers or alcohol. That's yeah. You have to be on that. Those are all inflammatory sucks, things, bro. Yeah. So taco, Tacos, <laughs> coffee. coffee, all the good shit, like any type of like citrus, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I had to do that for a bit and then it got better. And then I was fine in like California, but I have I've gotten nowhere near as bad as I was when it first was like onset. I was throwing up it's like good. a couple times a week, and it's I don't good. You're hoping do it. That. It's working. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Hopefully. I mean, the goal is just to get like a healthy eating habit. I guess mine sucked. Despite trying to, I guess, be like conscious of it, you know, and be healthier with like your diet. I know that like we've had diet conversations before about how like we've cut certain things out. Yeah. I probably eat too much is what it is. You? I'm a glutton. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if I I really like. You must have a good metabolism then. Probably not. I think that's why I'm fucked up. You really? I mean, it's because you look fucking great. You work I, out, you put it no, in. No, bro. I'm Burn like, a bunch of calories. Yeah, but I'm also fat. Like, I also eat a lot. But you you've know, been I like do. a chubster in the past, and now you're... True. I mean, you look great. True. true. Compared to, comparatively, yeah. 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 But, but... Perspective. I still eat like a fat kid. Do you? You know? Oh, yeah. Like bro. little Debbie yeah. stuff? Like, what's your weakness? Oh, no. I mean, sugars in general, but yeah. like... You fuck with ice cream? That's not my general go-to. Like, I like just sugar. Like, I like after dinner, like a, f- a fruit or like oh, even okay. like a snack a or fruit, a sugar thing. I don't always do fruit though, dude. Sometimes uh, it is a fucking brownie or some dangerous ass yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't I? I mean, dude, that's me too. Like yeah. uh, in the evening, like I've mastered the morning. My the evening is like my weakness. That's where I think I'm. This is a revelation that actually Becca helped me out with yesterday. I think I'm fucking up by. I do like I do like fasting in the morning. I don't like eating until like around two o'clock. You wow. know, I like getting up, having a coffee, chilling, kind of going through my day. Now that I'm not doing anything, especially, mm-hmm. I walk the fucking dog. I get shit done around the house. I do things. Yeah. And like I try to stay busy, and eating around two o'clock. That's where I'm getting hungry. Like having to eat in the morning mm-hmm. just seems like work. Yeah. I don't and, think we're supposed to eat in the morning. Bro, but is that accurate? Because what I'm doing now is I'm eating from like 3 to 10. I'm fall, or Now, I'll fall asleep at 9.30, bro. I'm going to fall asleep yeah, early. So good. from like 3 to 9, right, during that short period, I'm just eating a bunch of shit. And I so see. it just sits in my stomach all, all at the night. same amount of time, all night. Yeah. I <sighs> think, I think. We were talking about that last night, and I was like, man, maybe that is it. Because I have. Mm. I've cut out certain things, and my stomach's gotten better. But then there's also times where well, like... Give yourself like 1 to 6. Hmm. See what what got me thinking though is it just it also always like your body for like only six hours is really fat like your stomach is really expanded because you're taking in a bunch of food is that good I don't know if that's necessarily good no. that constant like I don't know and see that's what sucks dude nobody has an answer so conscious about all this too. nobody like, has an answer mind. oh yeah dude yeah because yeah, I have to watch what I ate yeah. for a, a like a week straight I was eating nothing but salads salads with like lemon and like. How was your like morale? I guess not lemon, but like, well, yeah, I did like lemon and olive oil, but just like whatever light dressing, like nothing crazy. Sure. My morale, like, were you like, because I, I, if I, I eat, was kind of scared. If I eat a salad for like three days in a row, I'm fucking miserable. Let's well, see, I like salads. So how was your morale? It was alright. I mean, I was okay just scared it? that I was like something was wrong. Well, I, scared yeah. that it was like cancer or some shit because I'm a fucking a psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, 2022. Yeah. Have you got like your biometrics and all that shit? Fuck no, dude, I don't know how to do, do that. I got my shit done. Where? Um, there's a place. Th- I mean, I do physicals like, every physicals year. I do good. a regular physical, and then like I do my annual, my annual blood work, whatever blood it is. Well, I do like out. my. I I te- check for like pre-diabetes shit and that's I check good. for like whatever that'll know, make sure my white blood cell counts good all that kind of shit right like good. my yearly blood work that's great but I don't I haven't gone and done like that full health body scan where they're like sure you know what I'm talking yeah, about yeah I go to a place called uh, I just went because I was yeah. you know uh, yeah. it was called yeah. Quest yeah. Diagnostics okay Have that's where you go yeah that's okay I know what yeah. you're talking about yeah, yeah. and yeah. like you, it's kind of like an a la carte menu you can say here's what I want done and here's oh, why oh you just go straight through them mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah so the blood work when you get it done through like my doctor they just send me right. a quest and that's who does it oh they, okay they I just went straight to them yeah yeah yeah, and that's they just request whatever panel and then when you go to quest quest does the panel yeah, yeah, yeah. so I pissed and 
Yeah. I was going to make a joke and say I came in a thing, but it's, I mean, we're being serious. Uh, uh, no, man, maybe you got to, right? Like, yeah, they took, you might I have took to shit if, you're load worried, of blood. if you're concerned about that. Yeah, they do with me. Yeah. I've got something. There was something that was like elevated. It's nothing that I like, need to take any like medication for, but I think it has to do with like allergens in your blood system. So they, mm. they're like, hey, that's elevated. And yeah, dude, I get fucked up. When I first moved out here, my face would swell up and inflammation. Like uh, like sinuses, allergic, oh, sinuses. Like allergic to shit, like yeah, reactionary you, you, you shit. Had to get used to the ecosystem here. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's harsh. Uh, even coming back, being in California and coming, going to California, being dry. Like the day I was out there, my lips are dry. I'm like, oh, 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 I can't breathe. Like it's dry out there. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm not used to that anymore. My body. Yeah. And then coming back here, it was weird. I got like a weird like cough for like a second. Interesting. Yeah, and you're putting yourself through shit, through the ringer. Not really. Not in te- I mean, not intentionally. It's doing regular shit. I well, guess. like think about it. Humans, like just a hundred years ago, well, that was impossible to go from one state to the next, from one ecosystem to the next. You know, so our quick our, like that. That's true. Quick like that. Like, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. never happened. So I think our bodies are like, like just synthesizing all of it. That's true, right? That's got to be a little. They stressful. say like it, animals, like when you transport like animals. I think I read that somewhere where they do like a fucking fly or some crazy shit where you take them from like one ecosystem to another, fly them to another and they just... I never thought of that. Yeah, or, yeah, I mean, think yeah. about it. An environment that... We were kind of curious about like my dog because she used to live in the desert and we were like, I wonder how she's going to react when she gets back to like being in the different landscape, no squirrels. How's no, she doing? Like, she was fine. She traveled pretty well. She was nice. nice. Wasn't here during the whole... She's like me. Week. She's built different. <laughs> I love. I just love that. It makes you crazy. I saw a meme. Well, just because everybody says it, and then I saw there's just a bunch of funny ones. There's one with this Asian chick where she's like, "I'm built different," and it just it was. I was like, "Oh man, I can't hear that anymore." That's great. That's great. And you know me. I'm gonna milk it at least three more times on this pod. Yeah, man. So uh, yearly yearly podcast that I we believe do. this is year number five. Uh, is it really? I think. So. I didn't even think about in mm-hmm. that capacity. I wanted to make sure that I piggybacked off of stuff from like the previous year, uh, so you know, kind of ties together. You're so uh, well prepared. Wow, five I years, man. I believe 2018 was the first time we did this. Yeah, probably. So that makes it five years in a row. Probably, yeah. I started the podcast in 2017. Thank you so much for, for yeah. having me, man, because yeah, man. It's, it's just like the it's like the last tradition that I honor, really. Cool. I'm glad. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And I try to, I'm glad we kept it, even though it's a couple of days late. Um, glad that it stuck through. And then Trent always starts the year off. You end the year and he starts the year. So it's Fuck. kind of a good back to back. I know. We still got to do the nuclear episode. I would love that. But I we got, did one once. Yeah, kind of. Is that like a bonus episode, maybe? No, it just was fucking... Just chaos. Yeah, dude. just was weird. Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't think it represented any of us really like... Not like that we said anything stupid or did anything bad, but it just was sure. like... I just went off the rails, and that happens on pods. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. something that happens. Yeah, and me, I just... That stupid perfectionist side that doesn't actually help me in any fucking way. I was just like, oh, I don't know about it. I don't know. I don't know. It's not what I had in my head. You sure. Know? Yeah. But we'll do one, and it'll be, in, it'll be nuts in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what? How was your twenty two? Twenty twenty two, man. How was it? Well, I definitely oh. want to get into your twenty twenty two. No, too. this is the episode where I interview you. So, <laughs> okay, okay. I do want to get into it just because you know, um, I, outside, I, you know, I just, yeah, I, I want to hear more from you, to be honest. Cool. But um, we'll for, for me, um, the the main highlights were, I got diagnosed in March with bipolar disorder. Really? Yeah, oh, and that okay. fucked me up getting yeah. that news i was pretty sad about it um but it, it, you know and since it's almost been a year with that diagnosis i've uh it, it's made a lot of sense in my life and with my relationships it got a lot of people off the hook you know um so that was a that was a crazy thing that was in march i had like a little mini breakdown in my car um 
getting diagnosed is just kind of crazy. And then getting on medication uh, was great. So I have not been depressed in about nine months. And that, that's a huge that's a huge factor. Like, I don't think I could have made that movie in May if I wasn't on medication, just because it would have been hard to get out the door. It would have been hard to get into the car. It would have hmm. been hard to not flake out, you know? Interesting. Yeah. So that, that like, I wanted to start with that just because um, I've only recently been able to be comfortable with talking about it out loud because I was one of those guys that had a lot of toxicity around mental health. Like I, I was like, they're gonna take away my kids. I can't, I can't say this. I can't, you know what I mean? But yeah, so that that was a crazy thing. And um, on a personal note, also got married in October. Yeah, you did. Yeah, went you, to New I York. Mean, went to New York City. Got married. On my notes. <laughs> e- e- eloped. Um, and I also think there's something kind of crazy bipolar about that too. Like not inviting anybody, not telling anybody. Not my kids weren't there. Like just went out and eloped, which yeah. is pretty, which is pretty gnarly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like those are like the two personal things that um, are my favorite highlights from from 2022. Cool. Um, there's some creative endeavors. Some, some. I have a, I have a list. I have a, I have a good thing. So I'm glad that you brought up. Uh, wow. I mean, I'm not necessarily glad you brought up the bipolar That's thing, okay. but I yeah. appreciate you sharing that with me. Oh, of course, man. Uh, and the listeners. And now I think I the have, listener it'll it'll make a lot of sense to now. Them. I have a shit ton of I know now I have a shit ton <laughs> of questions. And if you go back and listen to any of the old ones, maybe some of them make sense. Oh yeah. Uh, so to tie in 2022, our last episode, you we were kind of really really got into the the discussion of like kind of paving paving your own way taking your own path kind of thing right we're both kind of hungry for i think that idea and uh you fortunately enough had uh kind of honed this obviously this skill that you've been spending your whole life doing the film creating the being the guy behind the camera the mastermind right if you will i love hearing you talk about it and describe it because it makes it sound like i knew what i was doing I, I keep going. Yeah, yeah, keep and it kind of like it, I okay. Love it. I mean, that's the uh, <laughs> that's the uh, what's it called? The like hindsight, if you will, mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. hopefully makes sense to people listening. But yeah. you spent all this time, right? Which you, I don't know. Maybe you thought you were having fun. Maybe you thought you were putting in work and hustling, sure. quote unquote. Sure. But you were like definitely honing a craft, and then you got to a position where you could kind of create your own niche, niche, yes, uh, role for a couple companies and get yourself. Uh, at least financially in a nice area where everybody I think wants to try to obtain for themselves. And then you did kind of create your, your own little world. And that was something that even though you talked about it in your projects, in your creative voice, in your work that you do, uh, and you were very proud. There was a sense of pride that I got from it. You also talked a lot about how it stressed you out. Oh yeah. And so is it safe to say that that is maybe a trigger into whatever breakdown you experienced and then discovering Ooh, this bipolar, bi- you know, bipolar that, that, That's a great question. Oh, man, that's so much to unpack. Uh, my wife could answer that and say yes or no to that. Um, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, well, my, ask, my, bu- my bipolar ass ass was like, I'll have two jobs. Let me ask you this. What externally you were in a place of like high note and like yeah doing well yeah parenthetically like maybe a a bit of hypomania i personally from just knowing you for the time that i have known you have seen you in places of like lesser value i guess and i mean that in a way that like you i've i can say i've seen knives at like a high and knives at a not so high (laughs) right whatever that is not even that you were in a bad spot but just like hey man i'm struggling to just get this off the ground or i'm struggling just to get this working or like yeah you know, I've seen you through a couple different like jobs on sure. a career path, if you will. Absolutely. And so, what's changed 
over that five years, where were the triggers that maybe led to that? And if there weren't any during the transition of, hey, getting yourself to a place where you actually wanted to be, what happened in that that led to a apparent trigger? Because obviously you had a moment. You had a moment to where you mm-hmm. took it serious enough yeah. to go. And then I have questions this is about heavy how shit. they diagnosed you. I know, sure, man. This I know. is heavy shit. You dropped it on me. Yeah. <laughs> it's your fault. Yeah, it's my fault. Um, well, I'm going to compartmentalize the career aspect to it because, yes, those are stressors and triggers. But what really, what was the moment was it, it's my uh, depression and mania, which I, I can only call it that now. I didn't know what it was. I, I was just like. Why am I unhappy all the time? Why am I miserable all the time? Why can't I be happy? Why do I complain so much when my life should be, this started off as a pipe dream, it should be good. The the event, if there was one, was uh, it started affecting my relationship. You know, my wife, and her, her and I, we never get into a fight, but um, you know, we do talk a lot, we over communicate, and she finally just told me, like, if you don't get help and figure yourself out, I don't know how much longer I can do this. And I was like, I can't afford to lose you. So it took an external force for me to to go to go check it out. So uh, I, I had been seeing a therapist for a while. I remember that. That was also yeah. talking. Yeah, yeah. So I started seeing the therapist, and uh, my healthcare practitioner, like you mentioned at the top of the show, um, I told her what I was feeling, and I should have been telling a psychiatrist this, but she was like, Oh, you're bipolar. Let me uh, let me give you some of these uh, medications. And I said, Hold your fucking horses, lady. Like. It don't work like that. What the fuck is wrong with you? I like, like that response. Yeah, I was like, "What? Hold your fucking calm your breasts, please." Calm your tits. Yeah, and um, but you know, I was like, "Well, hold that thought. Let me go talk to a psychiatrist." And they confirmed it, and they're like, "Let's put you on these meds." And I was like, "Damn it!" And uh, I've had dreams since then about trying to cure this thing. Like that's one of my goals is to cure this. And my wife laughs because she's like, "There's no cure, you idiot." Um, but you know, because apparently you're born with it. But I, I started to see a psychiatrist. And uh, they, they make you, they, they test you extensively. They ask you the most personal, like egregious, cringing questions. And um, at this time when I went in there, I was like, I'm just going to be honest. Like, why lie? Well, why lie to these people? I'm here. And I told them everything. And really fast, you know, this, this lady, I won't say her name, but she was like, yep, that's, that's what that is. And um, I started taking medication and I'm, in about five weeks or so, um, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I was I didn't feel like killing myself anymore. Like I didn't I didn't feel like I I, I could uh, I could do things. You know I could like take off my shoes, put on my shoes, turn on the lights, turn off the lights, uh, get out of bed, stuff like that. And uh, and then on the flip side, I wasn't crazy manic anymore, which is the more self destructive part of this whole thing. Uh, I wasn't like I'm gonna buy a six thousand dollar camera. Like having these crazy like purchases, right, right, right. purchases, and no like crazy addictions, no crazy like addictions, I crazy binges, and just like you know, I'm gonna go do this. And I'm gonna go be homeless for six weeks. Like you know, none, none of these wild decisions. Um, so it's it's kind of like I still have highs and lows, like a normal person. There's peaks and valleys, but it's not like. But you have peaks and and high, it's not very low and very high anymore. You have lived this fairly let's call it a bipolar lifestyle and one that you did choose like a non-traditional career path, if you will. Yeah. You know, in a way that I was the last are, one to figure all this out. You are by kind the way. of scrounging. You are. Kind of... I was not self-aware about any of this. Really? You don't no. think you were? No, no. You spoke as if you were. I, I thought it was like, 
<laughs> confidence breeds arrogance maybe if you will maybe. you know like it's just this I, not I, to say you were arrogant but you definitely spoke as if you didn't know what you were talking about and how many people and you have a tra- i mean you, you you have a a palatable record that you can look yeah. to that shows that you at least knew what you were talking about so then when you did kind of have this air of like hey i'm at least figuring it out along the way that doesn't to me go you don't you're not self-aware and that's the harmful part is like there's a self-validation thing to it of like Look, I said if I was going to do this crazy thing. Awareness, I mean, you know, yeah, maybe. Uh, the, you know, I would, I would say I'm going to do this crazy thing and then go do it, and then be like, you see, I did it. Um, but it was still well, for a, weird reasons. It was still an objective mm. sort of crazy thing that, like, mm. I wouldn't necessarily co-sign my kids doing. Maybe not logical reasoning or the whys behind the whys are kind of weird. No, and and also like I was like, uh, so I don't drink, as you know. But, you know, I have drank a few times and I've blacked out and it's scary. Like, right. it's just not fun and cool and I don't know why people do it. And I, but I would black out all the time, um, like as a, as a sober person, like I would just black out all the time and I would disassociate all the time and I would just watch my life happen and mm. watch, it was like me on zombie autopilot, like click the movie. And I would just watch my life kind of happen. And it's like, let's, let's have a baby. I'm with Claire first three months we're together let's have a baby you know that's pretty crazy that's pretty yeah. crazy i can say that now like yeah. the homeless thing um you know quitting a job and not having any fallback plan is pretty crazy not this recent time because i had i had some savings and I have a fallback plan but um uh just i've done that so many times in my life just so many and i've also like dated who i would now refer to as bipolar people and two mentally ill people together is just bad and now i know why that was bad you know so it's, it's definitely reframed and recontextualized uh, uh, my past for sure it's a great way of putting it reframing it mm-hmm. uh because it's still your past like, oh yeah you definitely absolutely. have to kind of acknowledge it and experience and it it's in still the there like hmm. I, I have to, I, I fight it all the time but now i now i just have these uh chemicals that tell me don't say that don't do that or think about this you know I, I never had that voice before and now I don't black out anymore like when we filmed that movie in May mm-hmm. I would bl- I would have blacked that whole thing out and I didn't I was present the whole time how are you blacking things out it would be like sorry I'm not talking to the microphone how are okay. you blacking things out it would be like oh I'm gonna go do a podcast with Brian I I like if you're not being inebriated if from, you're not from like 11 to 3 p.m. 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. I just would not be in my body and I would just be gone, bro. Like I would not be there until I got to my car and I was like, I, I don't know. I guess I did that. But are you, okay. But you're not under like any substance, right? You're no. not drinking. You're not smoking. You're not. No, I would just disassociate, man. Like hmm. I, w- I was not hmm. there. Hmm. I guess that's the disassociation is probably a, a big bipolar characteristic, right? Where I, I'd imagine so, because like this this thing that I'm on right now is an antipsychotic, and it's it's also for schizophrenia. I imagine that that's hmm, interesting, because yeah. I imagine that that's like that fine line. Let's say you did fucking love drinking. Let's mm-hmm. say you just loved partying. Yeah. That's kind of that fine line of like, oh, you're on the streets disassociating because you're drunk all the time, and that's mm-hmm. like a weird, you know, they they think that psychotic yep. episodes or issues are a big you know, Which part I've of had homelessness with, with right? no, and like with no drugs tend to go that pathway right and maybe it's the drugs that trigger it maybe it's the drug or, drugs that yep. trigger the psychosis and then they're always fucked up yes. and because they're just disassociated they're stuck in that disassociated loop now right and all of I a sudden their this. new life is just whatever their life is getting high yeah. and you know I can't smoke weed because I hear voices 
legitimately hear voices. I hear like I'm the not, devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's it's terrible, man. Wow, dude. Yeah, that dude. I'm so envious heavy. of people. So I went to go watch, mm. and we'll we'll talk about this. I'm just planning to see it. It here. speaks to the movie stuff and the well, just you. your career. <laughs> sure I mean, does. bro, but you're. I went, I went to watch Avatar three for the third time yesterday. I can't believe you. We'll, we'll get into that. My one of my friends was like high out of his mind. And he was like, do you, wow. want to, do you want to take a hit before? And I was like, I Absolutely can't because I won't enjoy not. the movie, dude. Yeah, you'll die. You'll I'll be die. in Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be in I'll never movie. escape. Yeah. Wow. Man. But no, you're right, man. I, I, I think, the, I think uh, the drugs accelerate it and alcohol accelerates it too. Like I can't, I, I've only drank maybe, I, I, I'll oversell it and say five times in my life because I want to just make it like put it on one hand, mm-hmm. but it's probably more like three. And uh, I've blacked out each time. I'm just like, whoa, let's fucking, oh, yeah. let's go. And if I was to never stop. It'd be tough. Yeah. Oh, if that it, was just your characteristic all the time. I wouldn't be here. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. hundred percent. Not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Not cool. Wow, man. I mean, at least, Hey, you know what? And let me just add this other than my wife being like, if you don't get help, I, I can't do this, which was like, holy crap. Um, I have tried everything to be well. Like I've done the fitness, I've ate well, I've done the diet. Like I've got, I had it there. I'm, I, I read all the books. I was so tired and exhausted of where I was like, I'll try psychiatry, because I was one of those guys, drug free, tattooed on my knuckles. I ain't fucking taking a pill. Man, I tried everything. I w- exhausted my resources. I said I give up. Like yeah. let, I could use help, uh-huh. and then fucking help me, and then cut to you know I'm, I'm on something now, and it's like. Oh, okay. I should have probably can been I, on this since like 18. Can I take this coin though and? Please just look at the other side to it and say yeah it's great that you got help now and it's obviously if it's alleviating some sort of pressure you were feeling or some sort of stresses that you were physically feeling and then in turn externally acting out right your wife is feeling it you're, you oh, yourself is. are having breakdowns you're yeah. you know maybe detaching from your kids what have you sure um the other side is that hey knives also for 30 35 in march yeah uh for 34 better years mm-hmm. of sound mind quote unquote we'll call it a sound mind right all i mean you for the most part got to a point without needing any type of like medication what do you mean what's the point you were 34 years got old with point? a child and sure. somewhat financially successful granted a lot of noise a lot of noise right a lot, to you it probably wasn't i, I think that's a testament to how fucked up this uh, country and like system is mm. that like somebody like that can quote unquote succeed but I mean, again, success again, the, op- the optics are like success is objective, success right? Is objective, you may yeah. have not been succeeding in your own eyes, right? I, and I would agree to that. But if we were to look at things from just like a functional marriage, you know, uh, uh, your own house, there with my your bills. kids, yes, yes, you know, uh, you're being not a provider in prison, you're not a, tr- not a detriment to society, a right? Not for a lack to- of trying. I mean, but you're also not a violent person, you know. I'm not a violent person. I don't don't even fuck with anger. I don't even get angry. Yeah, and so like, you know what I mean? Though you're you're at least a mellow person. You're not someone that is lashing out, that is acting out, that isolates themselves from people. That at 34 doesn't have any type of relationship to give you any flag, right? You know what I mean? Very true. You were at least functioning. Let's call it functioning. Yeah, for lack of a better term. To you, maybe it wasn't succeeding. A participant in the game, but you're not a non. And you're not an NPC. Not an NPC. You no. weren't an NPC by any means. No, I don't think so. You know, you were. <laughs> God, this is so weird because you're right. You're experiencing something completely different, and I'm not. The terms I'm talking about it in aren't actual terms. I get it, but man, it's also like, fuck. I don't know. I want to be like your friend and your champion in this situation, yeah. and be like, fuck knives. You know, I'm glad you're getting help too. But you know, sure. fuck, man, you you weren't not the worst off. 
I guess, yeah, with that the, little not, bit I mean, of like a shrug, is you know, fuck me. I'm sure I'm sounding like an asshole. No, no, not at all. It's just you know, it's it's a mental warfare game. Like you know, I remember uh, being in a helicopter and like wanting to jump out of the helicopter wow. and just being like this would be the best time to die like and have those thoughts all the time and now i'm like now i can just be in i haven't been in a helicopter since but like now i'm sure i could and and not have those thoughts okay (laughs) you know what i'm saying but a part of that a part of that and this is where maybe i'm trying to self-diagnose in a weird way okay but a part of that isn't because i've been in an airplane before and i have a i had a death i did not fly until i was 27 until I got with Becca. The first time I ever flew in my entire life. Was okay with my life never flying before, mm-hmm. right? Or never flying ever. And then got with someone and was like, oh, it's a different mind shift. Of course I'm going to fly with this person, whatever, right? And I've definitely been in a plane before. I'm like, there's ever a time to die. That was the time, I guess, going down in a plane. It'd be kind of rad, right? Like just going down. But to me, that's, I don't think I have depression. I don't think I'm bipolar. But uh-huh. I've 100% thought that. Uh-huh. And I'm wondering, is that just a cynical, like, I think that's like a, what they would call like a healthy. Is that how you thought. were thinking when you're in the helicopter? Because no. it was with Dakota, right? Like yeah. it was doing that badass uh, opportunity. I'm gonna badass get, career. I'm gonna get heat for this badass fucking moment. And you're like, hey, now would be a dope time to die if I had to die in a helicopter going out in an oh, explosion. Dude, I, I, but is uh, that like a bipolar thought, or is that just like cynical? Are you just being? Hey knives, you're alive in 2020, whatever year that was. Right. You're in a helicopter filming some shit and getting paid for it. That is a fucking nope. It's not that. It's no? not sexy and romantic like that. Damn no, it. it's not like perks of being a wallflower where it's like we're infinite. I could die right now. It's not. It's not like no. that. It's like a uh, great analogy too. It's great analogy. I'm glad you picked it up. Yeah. Uh, it's like being in traffic and then just thinking I could just go to this lane and then just be wiped out, and that'll solve everything. That'll take care of that. I don't want to be here anymore. It was more like that, you know. Mm. Um, and you approached it like a problem, like a hey, if yeah. <laughs> You know, it's weird. Like, you know, I have... Uh, There's a solution here, and that solution is not, not I, I did attempt suicide in 2008, and uh, fortunately, I told my brother and one of my best friends at the time, I'm going to do this on this day, and uh, and they stopped me, you know? And so that that's one of those things where if I didn't have kids, I think I would have tried several more times, you know? Um, I think about... I, I know this one guy who took a... <laughs> <laughs> he took a fuckload of um uh what pills were um uh, wasn't ibuprofen benadryl okay. he took a oh, shitload no. of benadryl oh, no. <laughs> and he did not die but like dumb shit like that man like you know i would have been trying to take myself out for a long time but i would just have these thoughts that like i didn't want to be around anymore you know um and then have on the other side on the flip side have these thoughts of I want to be a conqueror at the same time, right. you know, and, 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 uh, it's amazing that I got as far as I did, but I think I did with the mania, you know, not with the depression. Uh, the depression was like in spite of itself, but the mania got me to places where like I got to meet Dakota and work with him and all that. That was the ends of the spectrum, right? Depression and absolutely. Mania. Yeah. And that's the thing that, um, I thought maybe I was depressed. The bipolar news was like, Oh, and I have this thing tacked onto it. That made sense to my entire family. That really bummed me out because did, we all know who also has that and who's not doing okay right now. Did we talk about Euphoria last time you were on? The show? Yeah. We did not. No. What, you, they, what are your thoughts on this show? Uh, I saw the first episode and it kind of hit me in a weird way and I don't know if I... I don't, know, I don't go back. I didn't go back to it, but not to, for the lack of... I actually don't enjoy a, it. Okay. Uh, cool. 
the only re- I guess my question is is uh, is somebody bipolar on that show? Well, I don't know if she's bipolar, but who's this? Is Zendaya? Yes, she. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, suffers from like shit that a teenage anxiety, high anxiety, and okay. shit. Right? Yeah, she's yeah. on pills. Yeah, and then that's just kind of the thing. She chases that by chasing drugs. Right? Yep. If I'm not mistaken, again, only saw the first episode. Uh, but she describes the way that she is by going through like her history up to 17, however old she is in the show. And she talks about being born in a hospital, like September 12th or 17th or some shit right after nine 11. So being born under this constant attention to the TV, attention to news, attention to stress. Mm-hmm. Her mom held her and had anxiety as she was holding her because the country was under attack, you know, under the bright lights medicated at an early age. Cause that's all of a sudden when kids, you know, mm-hmm. so she talks about all of those different Milestones, if you will, being what caused her to be this 17-year-old that seeks being high all the time or this euphoria that comes with drugs or doing what she's doing, right? Yeah. And so I guess, not to equate the two, but is there anything that they attribute to, hey, this is why you are bipolar? They say you're born with it. Okay. Yeah. They say it runs in the family. Now, I I don't know my father's side at all, so like I don't know if I got it from there, Mm. but there is a... There is, if you met my mother, you'd be like, hmm, bing, 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 knives right, right here. Yep, yep, but but she, according to her, she doesn't, she doesn't have depression, mm. according to her. And I say according to her, but she is fucking manic as hell. Mm. And my sister, oh, love you, Laura, um, from my dad's side, she, uh, when I met her, that was the start of all this, was the trigger of, uh, I met her in 2019, I went to Seattle, and uh, I was like, and this is who I'm sorry. This is my sister Laura from my father's side. Mm, half sister. Half yes. sister. Yep, yep. And um, damn. I mean, and she's she's beautiful and amazing and three kids and just four years older than me. And uh oh. when I met her in twenty nineteen, every I, I I knew her when I was like a kid, but I hadn't met her. Um yeah. in my adulthood. And it was the ultimate trigger where I was like, I'm not well because I saw myself in her. She's just like me. And I was like you're just as fucked up as I am, which was like this Man. eureka moment of like, I am not well. I remember being at the Tacoma or wherever, whatever it was, Seattle airport, calling my brother from my mom's side, Jeremy, shout out. And uh, and I was like, dude, uh, do you ever get depressed? Like, are you ever like, do you ever want to kill yourself? Like, are you okay? And he was just like, I fucking fuck with that. Like, yeah. you're basically like, don't be a pussy. And he's my younger brother. And I was like, cool. And uh, that, that was the beginning of... Uh, of me trying to get on this journey of like, I need help. Uh, I just didn't know like you when you were like, I don't know where to go for blood work or whatever you said. Uh, I didn't know where to start either. And you know, like you're married now. So you know that like women get checkups all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I've noticed that like women get checkups all the time. That's why they live longer than men. Guys were just like, we walk it off. Broke my ankle. I'm going to walk it off. Right. I also think I was misunderstanding the blood work thing because I do know what you were talking about there. But I, but you, I know, you know what I mean? Like if you yeah. were to get like a whole scan, like you said, you'd be like, where do you start with that? True, right? true, true. Same thing with the mental health for me. I'm like, where the fuck do you start with that? Like, you know, a therapist, like I had to really walk. I had to crawl and then walk and then run, you know, um, and then the psychiatry as well, which I'm which I still have. Um, I, I'm it it, it it took four years, man. For me to really get there and, and meeting my sister was like the ultimate trigger how do you feel post post figuring it i get out. to be here post with you and like enjoy life you know like i i feel like i get to 
and in one hand like so i used to wake up and like hate myself like, every day first thought every single day first fucking thought was i hate myself ever since i was like four years old was like i fucking hate myself i'm a stupid piece of shit right i used to wake up first thought i'm a stupid piece of shit not 90 percent of the time not 70 percent of the, the i'm dude i'm not trying to prod you either. 50 percent of the time it was 100 percent of the time <laughs> okay that's hilarious uh, but seriously you know like uh, i'm not trying the only okay I think no, we no, no. did talk I, about this. I love this. your questions, bro. Like, t- keep them up, man. I, I don't care. It's good. I, I want to help. I think we talked about this on the last episode, if I'm not mistaken. I've, I've had a depression conversation with someone before. The only person that I can think of that would cause me to, like, go deep and explain these things would be you. Sure. Um, and so, definitely not 100% of the time. For me. Definitely not oh, 100% not, not of the time. Yeah. But okay. the personal experience I do have with, like, feeling this way is for a long time, and bits and pieces of it have kind of trailed in recently. And I think it's because of the not having a job thing and feeling sure. a certain way socially, right? Even though I'm fine, like sure. I'm fine. I'm not probably going to work for the next couple months. But I just, in my head, I'm not probably where I should be, maybe, or I'm putting all these weird ideas externally and putting them on myself and trying to live up to whatever expectations that are out there, what have you, right? Normal stressors and shit. Mm-hmm. But there is a feeling and the only way I can describe it is it is waking up with like a dread and mm-hmm. it's waking up with like this contemplative um if someone was the, was able was able to convince me hey man when you die your life just starts over I promise you like if there was a you'd cult, be like see ya respawn I'd be like let's go let's let me get the gun real quick there's certain days yeah I wake up I 100% would take the gun yeah I don't feel that way all the time sure but there is a crippling feeling where for a while I was like, hey, man, maybe I should seek help. Maybe I should. Have you ever like, came close to like writing a letter? What do you mean writing a letter? A suicide note? Um, No, because the idea of not, the idea of death scares me. Okay. And I think that's where my journey with like psychedelics comes from is I want to, it's another word Ty and I have, but I think that psychedelics somehow the ones that make us go through these death-like experiences kind of prepare us for, hey, that's part of life. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to give you that experience before you actually experience it. And so you're not scared or you're not unknown, right? I see. Um, and I'm just afraid of that. I'm afraid of nothing. Although I now have come to terms with that's a feeling I've never felt before. I've never felt nothing. I've never felt no anything, mm-hmm. right? We think death is black and endless and no, oh, no, it's just black and whatever, whatever, whatever weird people's idea of death is. I just, I don't like that. And I don't like whatever death is because I've never experienced it. And that's a weird fear of mine. Interesting. And so, but there's definitely times where I think not being here would be a lot easier. Yes. Pain wise, like inside, like, oh, I'm hurting. Uh, Emotional attachments. Uh God forbid anything ever happens with my marriage. Like I just crushing, like when I first went through my first real, real hard breakup, absolutely thought about killing myself. Absolutely. Same here. Had to have friends like deep, but at that time I'm 19, I am partying. I've, I've got a lot of different life things going on. Think about what you didn't, if you didn't have what you had, would you you be here? And see, that's the thing. Like I happen to have had good friends. I happen to have had a job and money and financially. And I happen to have that perspective to look at and go, well, fuck yeah. At least I do have good friends and family and a roof over my head or whatever the situations were. And there were situations where I didn't maybe have one of those, right? Mm -hmm. There's like a brighter side, if you will. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I experienced that brighter side, let's say more of the time, mm-hmm. and maybe that's why I'm here, right? Okay. Yeah. 
but I have still experienced like a deep down low. And again, the point to my story with the bullet, right, is I was trying to describe it to some friends of mine and I described it as like always being in a life raft, like being out in the middle of the ocean, <laughs> being in the life raft, <laughs> but then a wave comes and just knocks you out. I'm never like drowning. I'm never actually like a, a moment away from breath of fresh air. But, but I'm not, always but struggling for the fucking boat, man. The boats. Yeah. And then once I'm in, I feel good for a second. Boom, out of the boat again. Yeah. Never near shore, never near rescue. It's either in the boat, out of the boat, in the boat, out of the boat. I'm always in the fucking water. Wow. And that's kind of shitty. And then a bunch of my friends, of course, we're all hanging out. And they're like, yeah, bro, that's depression. One of my friends is diagnosed depressed, does yeah. take medication. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that sucks. I hope that's not depression. Why does that suck? Why do you hope it's not depression? Well, because... Dude, if you... Because if you, this happens to you. True. If you break right. your foot... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you wish? Well, I wish it wasn't broken. Well, yeah. Or are you like, do I do I rehab this? Do I fix this? Do I put metal screws in it? Whatever I have to do to fix it. Like, or do you fix it? Well, listen though, but your foot's not broken yet, right? You know but what if, I'm you're, if your brain chemistry is yeah. off, let's call it broken, just for a sake of simplicity, and let, you know, writing. I guess this that's wave. where my contention is. Is it broken, or are these just things that people living in this day and age? But one thing you have to ask yourself: experience. And not to as, dis, as, no, as someone who participates in combat like, sports, you might have some fucking shit going on, man. You know, and, and I say that because you started jujitsu, did you not? Uh, I tried it, and then um, oh, you fell out. I did fall out because I didn't like the school. I didn't like the school because they more questions. They, we'll get into they that. just we'll threw me in there, man. Like we'll I, I was it. like, can you teach me how to stand? Like basic we'll, shit. We'll get into it. Okay. Okay. Um, but you probably <laughs> have some head trauma. Is all I'm saying. You, it, it's possible that like your brain's been through some stuff. We also okay. Fair, fair, yeah. fair. And I, in no way, are am like rejecting that notion sure. whatsoever. And in fact, and I would also add, if I right. if I had to put this in a soundbite here, um, leave it up to the professionals. True. And I've never been and spoken to one about that. Does this speak to this though? Does this speak, I guess, to that idea? Is I don't necessarily think those thoughts have intruded enough in my life mm. to where it's impacted me. External. Okay, has there ever been like a... Maybe habitually, like maybe as far as habits go, maybe I, you know... Has there ever been like a week or a month or a year that you just lost? Oh, yeah. To your mental space? And you're like, say, say for example, uh, age 23, half of age, you know, six months out of age 23 was just... I was just depressed the whole time. And like I, that, that time is gone. Has that ever happened? Where you've just lost time? Part of me wants to be like, obviously, knives, don't we all? And just no. diminish the answer's it. no. Uh, we don't? No. Not everybody just has like a tough month? No. A fucking tough year? I went through oh, a bad might, breakup. They, they I went through have, a real bad breakup. You know. Sure, they might have a tough month, but. Yeah, bro. But my how teens many, how many absolutely people, sucked knives. I yeah. hated my teens. Oh, yeah. oh. Me I too. gained weight. I hated them. Yeah. I hated them. I don't want to be there. But my parents also got divorced. Gaining, my home life gaining took weight a complete, is not cool, like, for your brain. Took, I understand that. I understand yeah. that. But that's also like a circumstance of like life, right? And I understand that there's. You know what I hear right now? I'm I hear, not trying to diminish it either. I hear a little. So I hear little boy Brian. <laughs> Stop defending the man and saying, uh, "I'm okay. I'm okay, Big Brian." Defending I'm okay. the alpha man. Yes, I understand and, that. And, you're right. And, the tough and, I, guy. and I think the alpha man needs to tell Shit. little boy Brian, "Dude, you're fine." Are you ready for this? I'm I had my. I had my. Uh, I had my like chakras red or whatever how'd that go so i don't know if i'm necessarily into it but my wife did it she's into it right 
and her friend that does it does this like I guess professionally gets paid for it, whatever right cool. and Legit. has like experiences and all that she, it's like a healing thing yeah. and they make you lay down and they like trace she traces your body and like kind of feels through things so it takes like 20-30 minutes uh, I think I had just made the decision that I was going to leave T-Mobile I was like yeah I'm going to leave like it was one of the beginning of the year of like uh, 2022 I guess and I was like, yeah, we, you know, made it through 2021, did the whole thing. Right. And, uh, she's doing this like reading on me and it's over. And like, she's like, all right, you can open your eyes. The goal of you for me, the subject is to just lay completely still. I'm not allowed to open my eyes. I have to lay completely still for like 20 minutes. Right. And breathe. And she comes and she like touches around you and does the whole thing. And we get done. And like, I like, all right, it's cool. So like, I looked like her and my wife to like get the readings or whatever. She's bawling this lady that's doing like her thing. She's really? just bawling. Really? And I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. mean shit. And she was just like, I saw little baby boy, Brian yeah. peeking through like a hole. And like, she, you were inquisitive. You were this, you were that for whatever reason it brought like her to tears. And I was like, no, okay. So like, maybe I got to focus on like kid shit or whatever. Right. But in, I wasn't like in a way like seeking help or anything i don't think externally i don't think i was right so i just did this as like a fun thing and it was weird that that's what she saw because i do have a bunch of like tie-ins to when i was like younger yeah i don't know so you saying baby boy brian baby like, boy brian hmm. yeah you know uh you're, you're a tough guy damn you know you're a tough guy and i'm a tough guy too but it's saying know, but that it's not like okay i'm not and again man I, I all i can keep saying is i'm not trying to diminish it because i'm not but that's i feel okay. like our, is it like yeah thank god knives isn't on the street dude that would suck if you as a person were on the streets and it had taken that path and you know not to say that and i know deep down i would have been totally fucking cool with it i would have been cool with it because that's what that is right i would have been cool with it i would have been like yo what of it fucking what of it man like that hurts I, my head. That Cla- gives me the brain explode emoji because that I, I that I resonate with. Claire hates it There's when I say this. There's reasons that I have to do this. There's reasons I have to get up, do things I like, be responsible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have family. I have friends. I have like social things and things that I've built. But in the back of my mind, fuck, dude, I'd love to live on. I've been to like a resort remote island where a dude lived in a hut and he just decided to live there for like 20 years and like has a boat and like does his things. And yeah. I'm like, man, that sounds fucking great. Yeah. That absolutely. sounds so dope. Like yeah. a complete just isolate you know i don't give a fuck if i brush my teeth i don't give a fuck i don't give a shit if i ever see anybody yeah living on an island (laughs) i get it dude uh claire hates it you know chris rock has this joke where he says uh women can't go back in lifestyle i'm not gonna do the voice uh but 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 (laughs) i did but he he says men can't go back sexually if you have a girl that like licks her asshole the next girl's gonna lick her asshole Men can't go back sexually. Women can't go back in lifestyle. So if they if they have a three story house, and they ain't ever living in a second story house, right? So, in my house, in my actual real house, this is Knives talking. Um, I you know will tell I'll go through this routine with Claire, and I'll be like, women can't go back in lifestyle. She's like, no, you're right. And so when I say I could go on the fucking streets tomorrow and figure it out, she's like, I hate it when you say that because that just makes me feel like you're not going to provide. Did I drop my pen again? No, I didn't. We're good. Go on. And and to me, it's it's just like, well, I'm just not like afraid of it, and I don't think it's the worst thing, which is probably not healthy and okay, but I also don't care. It's it's my truth. But the okay, 
Fuck. I'm going to have to go back and get... That's going to be my soundbite for the episode. You said that you, for whatever reason, would be okay with starting with nothing or going back to nothing and making it work. Mm-hmm. The idea, what is making it work? Making it Is making it work starting from ground zero and, and here, just hear, hear me out for a second. I am. Is making it work starting at place 0.0 and then getting back to having the house mm-hmm. and it coming from a place of like, see, I started from nothing mm-hmm. and I made it, but let me just also play back the history of knives. Mm-hmm. Self-spoken about coming from not a lot, coming mm-hmm. from a broken home, coming from a lot of like yep. objections and things in your way. Certainly. Being in a place of mm-hmm. outside looking in, you made it, mm-hmm. you know? Is that, I mean, I guess maybe that's just leans more into the the nature of bipolar and the characteristics to it. But like, hmm. what is it? You're definitely not okay with, at least from what I'm gathering, you're not okay with being homeless and living on the street. You're definitely okay with starting from nothing and getting what you want out of life because you've done that. You've accomplished that. Mm-hmm. You know, you've gone from nothing and now you're up here, right? Sure. In the West, uh, you know, penthouse apartment in the sky, whatever. Uh, you know, you've have a track record of accomplishing that, and yeah. so are you sure that's not just a night? That's not just a little bit of like a. Is that oh man? That's a, just a hard I'll way of I guess, like, encapsulating. I put, it. I put it to you like you're this. not like a you're not a notch away from self destructive behavior, but you're a notch away from being okay from like. Sh- you're being okay with struggling and being okay with mm-hmm. having to fight and being okay with having to like claw your way out of a situation. Are you a notch away from being self-destructive? Like what part of, you know, I don't see, that's where I'm like off lost me, in Off it. meds, yes. Off meds, yes. Hmm. Always one step away from self-destruction. For hmm. sure, off meds. On meds, I'm just self-aware enough to know, like I'll say Mr. Ye, I have a suspicion that he's like, yeah, you know, I had five billion at the top, at the top of the year and now I have, I'm not even in the bill club. Who is this? Kanye, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he lost his status. I think a part of him is like, yeah, I'll lose it all and I'll get it back. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not afraid of it. Take it all away from me. And what? I think there's a part of him, the mental health, not healthy part, that is that is dictating that, for sure. Mm. Yeah, and and maybe he'll, he will do it. And so that doesn't mean that he's not crazy. It doesn't mean that he's not crazy. It just means that uh, he's got a very powerful resolve but he also probably has voices in his head. I, I I would speculate. Do you feel like you do? I talk to myself all the time. I don't have different you talk voices. Back to yourself. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I fucking yeah. Isn't that inner dialogue though? And I understand that fifty like percent of people inner dialogue. That's like a weird don't. thing though too. I didn't get into that either. I feel like people don't. I feel like most people don't. I certainly do. My buddy was in the military and he has PTSD and just shout out to Nixon. He's, he, he's whatever associated with me. So shout out, um, my best friend like uh, married me and Becca. Yeah. And he was telling me that he's like, you know, normal people don't walk around the house talking to themselves, Brian. I'm like, yada, yada. Cause he has ADHD. He has ADHD. They diagnosed him with. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I mean, I have, <laughs> I don't all the time, but bro, I've also spent the last two, I told him, I was like, I spent the last two and a half months in my house, Nixon, like doing work, you know, I'll do shit for six hours and then I get bored and yeah, I'll sit and contemplate with myself for like an hour yeah. and not really do anything. It's better, I, to me, it's better than scrolling, I guess. Sometimes I'll scroll for an hour though too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so where, I guess I just have the, the and this is probably my 
<laughs> ADD or AD, whatever I have, <laughs> whatever this is, uh, I can't connect where to me, bipolar has always been associated with like people that are in a place of like not being mentally well, not being externally and internally well. Don't you have a friend where or know someone that is an alcoholic, them. but they're uh, a functioning alcoholic and they have a job oh, yeah. and they pay their bills? Absolutely. They're, that's the same shit. Mm. There's just some of us out here who can function, you know? Mm. Mm. Yeah. And it's from coping, me- coping skills, coping mechanisms. Like I know how to is blend, there, blend in. Is there... Hmm. Man, I have friends is there that much, are, Is there a lot to be said for, like, addictions being looked at as a bipolar trait or a bipolar behavior? There are some Not people who, who abuse um, indulgences and vices and are also sexually promiscuous that are yeah. symptoms of bipolar. Yeah, yeah, I imagine so. Mm-hmm. I imagine so. My dad had a gambling problem, uh, also, like, drugs from time to time. And I can imagine that he's probably got some sort of disassociated thing. Has he ever lived on the streets? Um, close to, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably has. Has actually. he ever been like paranoid? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He isolates himself from his family. What about uh, o- o- other uh, like grandparents and uncles and shit? Oh, his mom married four or five times. His dad killed himself, shot himself I'm in so the head. sorry to hear that. That's fucking insane. I learned yeah. about a weird time. Yeah. yeah. I've. I've dissociated myself from that side of my family in for the sure. Zendaya sense of what you brought up to bring yeah. it back to that yeah. you come from that my guy uh, check this out I have a half sister who was born January of 1994 and my my sister full sister from both my mom and my dad was born December of 1994 yeah mm-hmm. very similar to mm-hmm. your situation yeah it, uh, one month apart exactly a year apart actually oh a year months. apart yeah, January to December that same oh, year oh okay but yeah, yeah, my yeah, mom yeah. and my dad were living together at the a time year apart like, yes yeah, yeah. but it's still one month apart yeah, IRL. Yeah, yeah same exact thing with my, my father too yeah, same exact thing and four years or whatever and, but this yeah weird similar shit right and that's where yeah. to me and hasn't I hasn't there always been a sort I'm of not, psychic thing between us though bro and so that's where it's like this weird Again, I'm not the only I'm just coming from a place of ignorance. Really, I'm coming from a place where I haven't gone and talked to like a medical professional. I've gone and I've gone to therapy. I've had therapy before and I got help from therapy. But it was also a time where I was living out here and it was just a time where I was kind of contemplating relationships with my parents and like my dad. I don't really have the best relationship with my dad. But, you know, there was a time where that was like out of anger, you know, and now it's just out of people's decisions sure um and so therapy helped me with that there were certain issues that therapy got me through and definitely helped me with that's great um but i also saw it as just like a opportunity okay there's ways of talking things out and working things out problem solving there's way of being able to problem solve how i feel during certain situations and how i maybe respond to certain events in my life especially if it's repetitive events and i think that's a habit people fall into you do see people that can't keep a job you do see people that have self-destructive behaviors or habits not necessarily full-blown addictions but you know maybe uh it is a lack of you know maturity or discipline in one area for like, sure i've been a manager i guess so i've had a position where i kind of have to hold people accountable for like their actions and that's a weird thing that i went through too is like am i capable of managing myself as a person and you know weird ideas of you know am i what can I like? Like you and me, I feel like connected when we were on that hustle path, right? You know, that's a stupid way of phrasing it, but we just we were at a meetup, collaborating, being creative, and like met each other, right? And that comes from an area of I think, you know, 
needing to find something that you're not necessarily called to in like the structured part of the world, right? But that structured part of the world, there's so many different areas where people do lack and like the, you know, and I've managed people on tardiness. I've managed people on their like habitual things. And do I think that's like a bipolar symptom? Not necessarily. Yes, you and me have a lot of the same instances in our past that have happened. A lot of the same characteristics, if you will, even. Mm-hmm. I have Which is why weird, I think you resonate with whatever it is I'm saying. I know, but I have this weird go- pair of goggles on that's just like, oh man, that's just I think life. Like, well, there's a know? there's, a, there's a component to it that is just life. So like my my uh, my mother, <laughs> Freudian slip. My uh, my wife Facebooked my dad uh, the other day, and I thought that was weird because I don't fuck with him. And she was like, oh, he's on his fourth wife. Did you know that? And I was like, I did not know that, but I'm not surprised. She's like, what do you think about that? And I said, that's life that's life you know it's it's life like I, I don't subscribe and i and i've had to learn this um there was a while where i was like this isn't fair why is this happening this isn't right this is it's supposed to be like this i learned in my 20s you know dude sometimes shit just is wow, and that is life fuck but that doesn't mean that there that there isn't dude you know I, i've lived on the streets and i met people that had schizophrenia and God knows what else, you know. We we've all met people that are narcissistic or have had borderline or something going on. That shit exists, man, and it's not all sexy and cool and what the movies show us. Sometimes it's quiet and desperate and sad and lonely as well. And sometimes they look like Knives Monroe. It just it just does. And uh, I would leave it up to the professionals to diagnose you. And what if you know? Because I thought I went into the psychiatrist's office and I, th- I thought they were gonna say you're just being a bitch, you're just being weak. Like you know, you just got to do the work. But that's see. I thought they were gonna give me something like that. They're the just medical like, industry is gonna not prescribe you something. You honestly thought that? No, no you honestly I, thought they weren't gonna prescribe you something. I thought that. That's where it yeah. kind of irks me. Yeah. That's where I'm like, eat knives. You were yeah. doing jujitsu, like that's therapy, dude. How many people in jujitsu got mental shit going on? You know what I mean? Like, but how many people are probably sane because of the jujitsu rather than being like on the? That's and I don't want to. Uh, this isn't my uh, stance against like okay. pharmaceuticals yeah, in yeah, any yeah. way, dude. I'm so glad that I kind of hate that this is how we started because we okay. went so deep. That's okay. But I love the fact that you've actually come to terms with happiness because there's a, there's a common common chaos aspect. To I it. know I know the I know the thought of fleeting happiness. I know the idea of not being happy. I've felt that. Mm-hmm. And I've also felt being really, really happy. You know? At least I, what I think the what idea of... What would you of call the, it? Euphoria? That was the word that was introduced to me by my psychiatrist. Which she called it euphoria. And I was like, yeah, I didn't know happiness. I knew, blah, like crazy psychotic happiness. Like, ha high. Euphoric. Euphoric. Mania. Like, I only knew that. Mm. That shit was my nut. If I didn't have that, I was fucking blah. I was low. I didn't have any. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or I yeah, couldn't yeah, get out of bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I know it. do I you know have, it. like, this median happiness? I have, uh, yeah, you used, we can't see, but there, you use the hand gesture of, like, a meter, yes. right? Or, like, a gas gauge, right? Yeah. Uh, I've reached a level of euphoria, happiness, contention. Sober? Or, not contention, content. Uh, being sober. Mm-hmm. And I've recognized that I can achieve that without any type of like substance or inebriation. No like that's a real thing. Just organic. Well, see, that's where it gets tricky because on a daily basis, am I drinking like coffee? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am, I t- am I getting like some sort of eat from coffee? Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> Have I. I don't know when the last time I just straight only water, food, raw dog life, raw dog life. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But I've tried it. It sucks. To say that, but are you not? Are you not raw dog in life now though? No, You're on I'm, pills. A, I'm, a, I'm not just no, 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 no. But I've also done the no stimulants. Oh, true, true. Raw and that dog sucked, life, right? And, it and sucked that's a cock. It's a cack. Damn. It's terrible. No, but I'm, I'm on pills right now, and it's good. Yeah. Mm. And it's you not even like felt, good. Like you, I'm high have rolling you down felt the street. A different level of happiness since you've taken the pills that you've ever. Felt I'll tell you this: I, I cannot feel. I miss the euphoria. I miss it. I miss the. Oh, that's blah. not good. I miss it. I mean, I, I, because I can't feel it anymore. I don't spike up there. How and long I, have you been on medication? Uh, since March, so nine months. Dang. Yeah, and I don't feel like the. I, I, I have felt like Zen. I have felt like, mo- like when I got married, man. I doubled up on meds that day. Then I doubled up today as well. Um, I, I, I doubled up today. I'll be you honest. You like to play? I, well, because like, like I, I just knew like okay. I knew that I didn't want to. I didn't want to disassociate. Like I wanted to be there for that, and I did. And it wasn't like a. It's not like a Zen. You know what I mean? Like it's not like that. Um, it's more. I, I don't even know how the, how the chemistry works, but um, I I was so Zen. I was so blissed out, and I was so present, and like took mental pictures. And uh, Claire was telling me the other day, she was like, I, I, I couldn't even like believe what was going on. And I was like, me, I was like, fucking there. I was there, dude. I was yeah. there. I did not spaz out. I did not. Uh, you're not supposed to say that. But um, I did not uh, Congratulations out. too, by the way, man. Thank you. That's Thank you, huge, sir. huge, huge, uh, yeah, I, I huge appreciate moment that. in life. I appreciate that. I'm stoked about it. I'm happy the way that it, that, that it happened. Yeah. Um, but even I can think of like uh, when we wrapped our movie in May, I can think of like the high that I felt was like a was a fucking phenomenal seven it was like the best seven of my life but it wasn't a fucking 12 like i felt before mm. that that was would make you so high that you would be depressed for six months afterwards i'm serious like a like a hangover like a bender no, i know it that you know i know saying? that i know yeah and so i i, I do mm. miss that i don't miss the lows i do miss the like euphoric high because i don't See, i don't feel that anymore i was talking to a buddy of mine and i was chalking that up to ironically enough uh my own wedding plug but i got a i got a i got a group of friends that are probably all bipolar <laughs> after this conversation that we're having now okay, right sure i just have a crazy group of friends yeah and i chose a lot of them to be in my bridal party and it was like having to corral a bunch of just different really? people and different personalities yeah man yeah yeah, yeah. and uh but there was a sense of like, hey, we all had a goal and, and something to accomplish. And that's how I was leading it. I was just mm-hmm. having to fucking pull the strings on everybody and make sure everybody showed up and did their shit. And obviously they were all very respectful and did their parts. But um, we're an interesting group of friends and there was a couple personalities that didn't mesh at the time. Sure. Uh, despite being friends in the past, right? So just some stuff I had to kind of nip in the butt. And uh, everybody just showed up. To the fucking nines. That's and beautiful. I think that uh, after that, we there was a lull. I've talked to, you know, I mm-hmm. keep in touch with my friends constantly. And there was a lull in a couple of us for a while. Like, man, what's next? Like, we fucking, a couple of my buddies had lost weight. A couple of my buddies had wow. just, yeah, my one buddy that officiated, Nixon, uh, you know, he str- struggles with PTSD. He's, you know, yeah. was in the military and went through some tough shit. And, like, he has a hard time getting up and getting Nancy about some things and getting motivated about things. And he was raving, man. He killed it. Fucking just everybody had a great time. And I think that that's something that I chalked it up to, Oh, that's just like winning, you know, and a young athlete. I did play sports when I was younger and I won things. And like, there's, 
you want more of that, right? Mm-hmm. You want more of that. People that are addicts want more of that high that they're chasing mm-hmm. or that, you know, feeling that they get. Um, unfortunately, that is what humans are. Mm-hmm. For lack of a better like diagnosis of it, fortunately in twenty twenty three. Well, unfortunately, if oh, how if, so? if well because we're having a conversation where Niles Monroe is sitting here going, "Man, I got diagnosed bipolar, and now yeah. I have to take these pills to yeah. feel some sort of happiness." I wouldn't say happiness. I wouldn't say for happiness. I wouldn't frame it like that. Well, right. I'll, I take I'll that back because you did say you you can't get asked, back to that. I asked my. I can't. I that's asked my, bad. But that's, but, that's, that that's, ma- but that's mania. Like that's euphoria. That's not like happiness. Like I felt. Like I said, like my wedding when we wrapped. I felt happiness. Like you know, it's just like really good, solid eights, light eight, high sevens. You know, like really cool. Um, but <laughs> but not, how you're but, explaining. But not like bing, like fucking I understand rolling, that. like eyes rolling back. Life. We can't go through life binging all the fucking time. We cannot. That's dangerous. I've dude I, I you binged i i have uh how do i say this like you binged maybe maybe like your normal person gets i was gonna say how do i make this maybe your normal person gets like five of those in a lifetime i've had like seven thousand of those seven thousand bings oh yeah you know and so seven thousand yeah and i feel like your average person just just feels cool like groovy about something but for me i had to I had to be like, I had to get the max. It, and it was all, I fuck with coffee, but like, it was all seemingly like just, you know, organic. Like there was a button in my head that like, sometimes it was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy this, I'm going to buy this $10,000 thing. Bing! Like it was like, blah! You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's going to be, uh, I'm going to devour this entire chocolate cake by myself at the park. You know? Bing! Like just like, you know, it was like things like that. Every day was a thing. Every day was like, I'm going to go to college. You know, bing, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to stop going to college. Bing. Like it was just, it would just keep happening. And, uh, and then the, there's a big depression that follows after that. And there's a, I'm a piece of shit. I'm, I suck. Uh, I hate myself. Yeah, I want to die. All that stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, I can't take this. And why do yeah. I keep doing this? And then like, I, I have gone through that cycle so many times, you know, Clarice told me you just go live. I'm tired of this cycle. Like it's like a fucking it's clockwork, yeah. you know, get some help. And then finally I, I broke pattern, you know, mm-hmm. and now I have new habits now i fucking i walk hundreds of miles a week that's pretty sick you know that's pretty sick um and now it's like you know i do a lot of like work you know um but i've built new habits instead of just not not being able to get out of bed you know now it's like i jump out of bed and i'm i'm pretty stoked for life but i wouldn't i wouldn't call like the meds like happiness happiness. right right, it's more like my psychiatrist said there is no normal because i was like you know what is normal am i normal she's like there is no normal there, right there's no normal it's okay. it was nice to hear that but and so i just wanted to be like functional man like i just wanted to not hate myself anymore i just wanted to not do crazy purchases and like you know fortunately i've never cheated i've never been like promiscuous in that way but uh not for a lack of trying you know not because you know my brain would go places and i'm like i just couldn't my brain was like my worst enemy i couldn't trust that and now i don't have those thoughts anymore hmm Mm-hmm. And and now I can function and do shit. So that's why I started with that with like the beginning of 2022 was uh, that was like a new frontier. Like it was it was kind of like living a new year for me was was that. Mm-hmm. I referenced it as like a rebound year. 
like a year, you know, I felt like 2021, they officially ended the pandemic, quote unquote, in 2022. So I felt like it was a year where people were like coming out of their shells, dusting off a little bit, maybe going back out there, maybe trying some new shit. Uh, you know, I think that that's... That we got our lives back uh, in 2022. You definitely did, man. Especially well, yeah, if there's yeah, a, but, sense but... In, a sense in that and like... I just I'm thankful that you that you are getting an answer if you will for for however you were feeling man and I don't that's where I'm like and I used to chop, chalk it up to life see a part of me I used already, to just be like it's L-I-F-E man what do you want from me it's okay. not me this is just the way life is like I have to roll with mm. the punches you know I gotta get up I gotta do the work I gotta get after it da 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 good yeah yeah all yeah, that yeah. stuff oh god you know oh, um, no. but, but then eventually <laughs> I, I just needed like a second opinion and I needed help I, I still think that my healthcare practitioner being like, oh, dude, you have bipolar in here. Let me give you this. I was just like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that's just not the way it's did supposed to work. Did they lead with exercise or nope. like? They did uh, not. Nope. Hmm. It was, it was really like, she didn't even look at me. You know, it was really like, like that. Like, oh, here, you have this, it's that. And even if she was right. That like, doesn't scare you? Uh, no, it does scare me. That's why I went to go see a psychiatrist. I was like, I want to see a professional here. <laughs> what did they? I and know, I've not the, seen that healthcare practitioner since because it really rubbed me okay, the wrong way. Okay, that's fair. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, truthfully. Um, yeah, no, that's good. Uh, fuck. I mean, that's a beautiful encapsulation of 2022. I think you're, express, you're, you're describing your description of dealing with figuring out your bipolar dude it didn't take me long it took me till may after two months of being on meds to being like why did i sign up for two jobs that was dumb that was dumb was it yeah explain that so what okay i have to first give you props for just even whenever it took place in your life carving your own fucking sure. niche in terms of your role you were working two jobs making over six figures you toted right yep. which i congrats uh that's a definite to just a social thing a cultural thing a personal thing i'm sure right as your buddy as your boy hey man good job that's an accomplishment for sure and what i hope that that translates to hey man you're a father that can provide you're a husband that can provide you're taking care of yourself you're fucking doing it right so congrats there and then you decided to quit your fucking job yeah and it's I also tended to take a little interesting career path turn and roll some dice, if you will, take a risk. Uh, also now don't have a job, not for the sake of, uh, I don't know if it's the same situation that you're in, but maybe explain why you felt the need to, once you created something for yourself, then, I dare I say, go even more in on yourself maybe. with the, yeah. the shift that you've done now. Yeah. So. so for me to frame that up, um, started the year with two jobs, and uh, I, I don't think it's a coincidence, you know. Creating video too. This creating videos of, yeah. as a content creator on both jobs. They were both essentially made for me. I didn't apply for these jobs and like, oh, I, and, and, and get take an interview and like try to get the job. It was made for me and they're like, just, it's yours. And um, I'm also conscious of like, dude, that's not something that you just walk away from. But I have an acute, crazy pun proudly intended i have a very sharp that pun is also intended um spider sense my spider sense is just crazy like i can i can see what's going to happen six months before it happens sometimes and for this one gift for this one particular job my spider sense was just tingling and i was like i'm gonna put in my two weeks and i'm gonna i'm gonna deuces 
And then uh, there was a crazy layoff shit that happened like three months after that. Everybody got wiped, like red wedding style. And I was like, I'm glad I got out. Um, so that was my spider sense on that one job. Now this, the second job, which which was paying me 80 grand a year, um, it was just a soul sucking, like I didn't have a life job. That sucks. I didn't have a life. <clears throat> That's like one of my friends moved from New York. I mean, shout out to JR. He moved from New York City to Austin to kind of be with me. You know, to be one of my buds. He 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 was the director of Nancy Noble, the the movie that we made in May. He was the director. He was living in New York when we shot Great it. Great guy. He's a cool dude. And uh, now we've we we made a second short after that. I help him with his YouTube channel, and and I just saw him. I saw Avatar with him last night, and he moved from New York to Austin to be creative with me. And I did not have time for this guy. Like I was like, I don't I don't have time for him. So I I, I took this one project that that lasted from May to. October where I had to make 300 videos in three months. And that, that really crushed me. It really crushed me. And, uh, to make podcasts and to make videos and to make movies and like whatever the fuck I do. Um, it just didn't, it it both couldn't exist at the same time. So, you know, Claire was like, Hey, we have some savings. Why don't you put in your two weeks? Well, first she was like, take us a, take a sabbatical. And I was like, I don't do that. Right. Like I'm not going to take a leave of absence. I ain't no bitch. Right. Like real toxic masculinity, machismo shit. For real. Damn. When For was real. this? When were you having that, that um, mindset? This is like in October. No, no, this is like August because I almost put in my two weeks in August and she's okay. like, she's like, take a couple, a, days t- on, take a couple a months on pills though. Oh yeah. Wait, interesting wait, lens. Wait, interesting wait, lens. That's yeah, all yeah, I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah. Wait, I mean, I was already like, it had been t- taken into effect. It, 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 it took into effect pretty fast. The pills. Um, and I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, I ain't no bitch. Like, Cause I, you know, I am what I am and I have what I have, you know, but I'll also I'll be real with you. And it, it is a toxic machismo, but, um, and she was like, okay, knives, whatever. And so I almost put in my two weeks, talked to HR and I was like, if I don't, if you don't hear back from me Monday, like, you know, I quit. Do this is cruises. Yeah. And, but I, I toughed it out. I finished the project. I'm very big on honoring your commitments. And I did. I didn't leave anybody hanging for anything. And then um, a couple months later, I was just, I just knew. I was like, dude, spider sense is tingling again. Uh, if I don't go all in on myself now at 35, 34, like I never will. And if I never mm-hmm. do, I won't be able to fucking live with myself. Mm-hmm. So let me, now's the time. And I'd rather fail at going all in on myself than succeed at like a corporate stooge that like anybody can be. Yeah. And I call that the straight life. And the straight life is always there. It's always fucking there. Like there's jobbies, you know, you can always go back. But going all in on yourself and, and maximizing your time like that is that's that's that is true privilege you know that's true wealth in a lot of ways to have that time and i wanted my Preach. time back and Preach. i got it yeah so um that's the abridged version off i saw you doing all freelance work now what are you what are you doing i do freelance work i have a couple of clients um i'm de-rocking which i used to do for dakota um i'm for this other dude and so far so good um he owns a couple of businesses. He's an entrepreneur. His name's James Jackson Leach. And we're just cooking. We're just cool. getting started, like as of this week, essentially. And um, there's a couple of entrepreneurs that I work with, but I'm really trying to blow up my shit. Nice. Trying to yeah. blow up my Good. shit. Yeah. Good, man. Indie Darlings and all that kind I'm of trying shit. trying to do it. Good. Yeah. Um, do you see yourself in the future needing to go back to a traditional job? Or so, when I say that, I mean like still doing the video. Valid question. Um, having a, you know, an employee. A nine to five, a, yeah. a legal tender. Yeah. Um, there's two ways to look at it. Like if you look at it as the, in, in the Michael Jordan sense, um, if you're 99% committed, you're not committed. Mm. 
you're either 100% committed or you're fucking not. Yeah. And I need to be 100% committed on this. Yeah. Yeah. Or it ain't going to work. And I, and I believe if you are committed, you'll find a way. Yeah. True. True. I believe uh, not to say that you're going to step away from doing like the freelancing thing. or anything. So if I like but, start working on my resume right now, yeah. I'm not committed. Uh, I'm not fucking committed true, to yeah, like yeah. trying to pop on making it on my own life. You know, yeah. I, dude, I'm not getting any younger. Not just that, but facts. It needs to fucking happen now, man. I'm due. I really feel like I'm due. Yeah, man, you are. And I think that that's uh different phases. Cause if I'm not mistaken, I felt like you had that air about yourself when you landed or when you created these roles for yourself, like mm-hmm. you felt like, Hey, I was able to prove my worth and you know, you did have your own curated things and your yeah. own way of making something out of nothing, if sure. you will. Yeah. And a company saw value in that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so is it safe to say that maybe your aspirations for yourself changed over that time? Once you kind of experienced what it was like creating something for yourself. This could go back to the mental health thing where, you know, Claire told me, she's like this, this you're cyclical. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's what I meant by falling back. You know, we know everybody that has a job for a year and then goes to another uh-huh. job. And it's, but oh, it's cyclical I've never had, shit. I've cyclical never had the shit. same job for more than two years, they bro. They date someone for, you know, two yeah. years. They're back with them and they break them up and they're yep. back. And there's this, and it's just like, man, what, mm-hmm. what's, I have it. I have cyclical shit for sure, yeah. for sure. But yeah. I've always, from a perspective of like progress, and I think everybody's on the path of progress to get better at something, better version of themselves. I hope so. And some people, some people is. not so much, but yeah. I hope so. See, it's another weird thing my brain does is I assume everybody's on that level. You're an optimist. I'm like a, there's a half a glass of water. I'm a realist. I think I don't necessarily know if there's optimism spewing out of me. I'm not overly pessimistic by any means. There's there's a fucking lot of losers out there too that are cool with it. I'll say that. I've been a loser. I've been a loser. I've been a loser too. Um, and so with, with, with all that kind but of, I'm a t- fucking winner right now. God damn it. And see, that's where it's like, okay, your, your, your mindset's shifted for sure. Especially yeah. since, you know, diagnosis, mm-hmm. discovery, what have you. Sure. Uh, and so your, this idea of where you're headed now or where you want to go now is really only going to come about as you kind of go to your first rodeo post hitting that other landmark. Now you're on a whole new, another journey yeah. doing, going all in on yourself. hundred percent. Trying. Trying. Um, succeeding as of now, but you so know, far, what if a year limited, in limited runway? I've always, that's what I said. A, a year, year in, a year in shit man. might change, you know, shit might Maybe change. Life dude, changes for you. What fucking like, happens hey. is like, I get white hot and then like a business wants to pick me up and then I'm like, okay. Cause that's income. Right. Yeah, and so we, security we, we choose the security and mm. I, and I'm in no condition. I'm in no position to necessarily turn down security, but, but cyclical shit. Like I'm trying to break pattern. I'm trying yeah. to say what happens if I don't get picked up? Like what happens if I just keep fucking going? You already know what happens with, if you stop, but you don't know what happens if you keep going. True, true, true. Man, I mean, those are all pivotal points in life that I think everybody either experiences or tries to experience. And just to even say that you got to a point where, hey, you were able to go all in on yourself. I, I'm saying it a little bit differently, but I'm loving my time that I have right now. Like You should. You, I, you talk about being in the moment. Fuck, man. I love not doing shit. <laughs> and not to say that, I mean, it's not that I'm not doing shit. I'm working. I'm, I'm working on whatever my next phase of my life is going to look like. Um, but I definitely know what I won't do anymore for work. What's like that? I've, uh, I won't slave. I will not slave for some 10,000 10, plus company mm-hmm. um, without being paid my worth for mm-hmm. sure. You yeah. Know? Uh, I'm Happy not going to gonna go through entry level bullshit especially after fucking grinding for a degree and having years of experience in certain fields and certain industries or whatnot. Um, 
commuting. My next goal is to work from home, bro. My next goal is to work from wherever I want to fucking work from. And I think that I'm something I'm 100% working towards and I, I don't have an issue going back to the traditional job or career, right? As long as it's for a company that matches my values and, you know, company I worked with, it was, uh, interesting right so i guess my 2022 i left you know being in t-mobile and several positions there and having the security having the 401k the you know stocks every year all the good shit the good health insurance i'd gotten myself in a position where i'm writing schedules i'm the leader of you know in a situation and but i still answering to somebody still having hit goals still having to fucking bear down on people that are just living their lives like I am. I've been a rep. I've been in the lower position before where like, all right, guy, whatever, you know, management, like, yeah. but I've also been the hungry person that wants to smash goals and shit like that. And I just, you know, I wanted to change as far as career path went. So after I got my degree, I was like, all right, I'm going to start maybe doing some consulting work. Consulting, you really just need some experience and a degree and like, you know, get into a place and learn whatever company you're going into or whatever product you're going into. But consulting, it's not too far off from sales. Um, but it does allow a little bit more personal freedom, independent freedom, right? And like, I was like, Autonomy. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can, it, it can. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times consulting roles in the companies are pay fairly well. You know, they a lot of times are nine to five. You know, as long as I can do my, stay active, do my shit, spend time with the wife, the family, what have you, travel when I want to, okay, you know, not all the time, I'm not traveling all the time, but if I want to plan a trip for in a couple months to go see my family for a weekend, I can. I'm not restrained by PTO days and shit like that, right? I'm not going to go through all that bullshit. Yeah. That's something I've learned, you know. Um, and I know the effort and the skills it takes to be in that and not be in that and like understand that, yeah, man, I'm not, I can't be lazy and expect anything less than an entry-level position or anything more than an entry-level position rather, right? Yeah. I can't be shitty as an individual and have bad habits and have bad characteristics about myself and be a leader and lead other people. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and so I just have kind of developed at 34, 35 years old, you know, what I will and won't do. Uh, this job that I did have was cool. It was a small company. So I got to experience that. It was a little bit of like the wild west. I won't fucking commute. I will not do that shit. Mm. And I did that for six months straight. And that's something that really got me is you want to talk about a job like grinding. I left this job for money. I was able to make decent money while I was there. I was there for a short period of time. Um, and because of my, you know, because of the opportunity, I'm, I'm not working. I can take some months off and mm have fun and do what I want to do kind of right the position that I'm in currently and it's even with that even with the good money and the environment and working with my friends and being in this new role and you know I was vibing dude I was riding high in August <laughs> September right July August time I was riding high job was going great but it's also a smaller company and some weird shit was like going on and mm -hmm. they fucked with our pay once or twice. And like, yeah, I do come from like a corporate world, right. In this other perspective where, where that doesn't happen. Don't fly dude. And yeah. so I made the decision when I came, I'm going to speak up. And then I spoke up again and I spoke up one time that was pretty strongly worded. And like, I even came home and showed Becca and was like, Hey, I put this, sent this email in. Uh, what do you, what do you think? And she's like, well, you're professional stern, right? It was strongly worded, but I didn't like, when well, I wasn't unprofessional by any means. And I have a very, uh, I have a very political voice uh, when it comes to mm. work and I can make it, I know how to write in that 
landscape of things, right? And sound professional yet make a point. And uh, and I thought for myself, oh, maybe you know they could probably fire me. It being a small company at will, it's just a contract job. Like I don't, you know, I'm there for as long as they really want me to be there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they fired me. And so I was like, all right. And what was their reason? Uh, bad fit, like separation. Yeah, they mm. said that they just just like they had it in paper that at any time they could just let you go. Yeah, well, they. I mean, it's yeah. So I was, uh, basically, I was 100 percent commission contract or consulting role, and so what I had done is I signed like a six month contract with them where they paid me uh, X amount of salary for the six months, right. Or what have you, the amount of time, and then after that six months, it's straight to the commission, mm-hmm. right? And all my role was was to consult clients that wanted their homes built, and so I was essentially just the representative of like the company to the client, but you're consulting, so you kind of have to take like the feedback from the client and go to the company with it, right? Yeah. And it, the role called for those kinds of things. And it was, there was just a lot of pain points and these pain points were repetitive and I was not the only person that they fired. They fired a couple other people, uh, <laughs> a couple of people voluntarily left. It was a spidey sense thing. Spidey sense was going off for yeah, sure. Yeah. And I had gotten to the point to where I didn't do, as I'm sending the letter, go ahead and fire. Like I don't, and that's what I'm thinking in my head. Fucking good. Fire me. When they, I called my wife after it happened and I was like, yeah, they fired me. Like I was, but I was fine. I was like, I'm coming home. I don't have to fucking work. I'll apply for unemployment. I'll fucking do whatever. Yeah. I don't have to drive an hour to work every single day for six months Yeah, more or more. That's I didn't heavy. do, I didn't train like actual jujitsu or like MMA stuff for probably four or five months Oh man, driving down there because my, can, my schedule was just, I wasn't getting home till eight o'clock at night. I'd be down there at fucking nine o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning. Soul crushing right there. Oh bro. Yeah. yeah. All for money. All for just to make some good, whatever, make some decent money. Fucking hopefully stunt in a couple of years, whatever that looks like. And I'm not right. even that type of person, but sure. I want to be able to save money, pay off debt, got to do both those things, you know? And even though it was just for a year, it defined so many things for me, so many things for me personally, professionally, what I will work for, what I won't work for, who yeah. I won't work for. Yeah. Uh, just how to do business in general, like being a small company. I saw how a lot of things worked, how a lot of just intricate pieces worked. I did have made some great connections while being there. That's great. You know, optimism for that for sure. But that's great. Where am I at now? I'm like, all right, just chilling at home. <laughs> Not yeah. really, you know, trying to go towards the next thing. Uh, but so career path, you know, working from home. Want to work from home? I'd like to stay in consulting. Yeah. I'm doing some like tech stuff. I kind of have my hand in the tech world too. So, um, as of right now, I, I, kind of tried to go in like a hundred percent and do like a Brian consulting thing. Yeah. And, but all I really did is I put feelers out for people that needed help doing some stuff, some editing, um, for one person I wrote just like a marketing strategy for social media, like just a couple of different strategy pieces that they could do. Um, and so that was kind of cool. Like experiencing getting paid for stuff that I'm creating was kind of nice. Yeah. Um, but you only eat what you hunt. Yeah, and I don't, I'm not, we're an all in on myself, my own business kind of guy yet, you know, sure. uh, but I, I'm not opposed to that either. Like, and yeah. I never really considered myself, like when I worked with Trent, I was all in on like being a part of someone else's business that they were doing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm great at collaborating and contributing. 
I never ever saw myself as wanting like my own business. Mm-hmm. And when I started dabbling with like, hey, maybe I'll, you know, pop a website up and, you know, fucking throw people some PDFs and do a fucking Zoom meeting or whatever. And, yeah, you know, uh, I bet you'd be great at it. So what what triggered that was working at this consulting job, like mm. just because that's all you do. And I learned I learned consulting first and foremost with this role, if anything, and like what it takes to truly you know it's product knowledge it's understanding a life cycle of not only a product but like marketing and advertising yes, and yes. life cycle of you know uh user engagement or from like a product perspective consumer use mm-hmm. shit like that right like yep. and that definitely motivated me to want to do something along those lines and if i saw success in being like an independent consultant for communications or for some fucking for marketing or something like that i would do it it opened up that window for sure which or that door which I can't say was something that I was interested in prior mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Um, obviously, like real estate's good too. So it was, you know, I was doing custom homes. So that tickled my butt a little bit. Like mm-hmm. real estate's always very lucrative. And like, honestly, that's the next, not to get into like economic shit, but that's the next currency that I think is going to be like the the crypto or like a property, man. People want property. People are buying property like crazy. Countries are buying up plots of land in other countries yeah yeah they're talking about property being huge and like that's short term to you know midterm goal for me and her is get some property maybe out here california somewhere hell yeah so but again all that's only going to come with doing shit right and like that's a weird state i'm in right now where like 2023 is like this just kind of open room but that's a good thing it's not a specific room right for now for now it is because i get to walk my dog a couple times a day and fucking do jujitsu whenever I want. It sounds like you really needed that, man. Oh, fucking love it, dude. I love it. And that's the one. And like, you think you can only attain it from like starting your own business or from winning the lottery or from like, nah, man, you can obtain it somehow. And then once you have it, it's about maintaining that and like figuring out how your life, like, obviously I know I need money. I know I need money. I'm not stupid, but (laughs) I'll get it. I'll get the money. How I want to get the money for sure. Money, Money comes, man. Yeah. I'm kind of, I, always hated the money's not real money's not real but i brought it up as like a joke like a month and a half ago and i just haven't cared like i feel i and right now i've got i'm living a little bit more comfortably now and i fucking hate it with the smile on my face as we're talking but i'm dude i'm loving life right now you got a big smile on your face i'm so chill it's so nice being home all the fucking time it's so chill dude and when i realized like that's crazy is what i'm hearing is like this didn't you didn't get this during the pandemic no man no i worked all through that bitch oh my god frontline we because we were communications because we were uh, a national communication provider i see we were considered an emergency service or whatever a critical service yeah so we stayed open and i of course opted they were paying us fucking out the ass bro really? and shout outs to t-mobile i only left t-mobile because that was the longest relationship i had ever been in and to be on the marketing side or be on the hr or the communications side to be away from the sales aspect of it yeah. you had to follow this stupid roadmap and i wasn't going to do it what, i wasn't going to dedicate oh, another really? two years to getting to a position that i got a degree for i'm not going to do it like uh, fair what about uh with i'm just asking so I have a cousin who worked with Coca-Cola for five years, mm-hmm. left, and then moved to a different city, worked with Coca-Cola again, but it was the same company, and now wants to uh, come back to Austin and work with Coca-Cola again. Um, and he can do that, and he is going to do that, and he maintained his connections. Like, uh, Surely there's a T-Mobile corporate uh, mobile situation. Yeah, like, there Have is, you ever thought sure. about cashing in on any of those relationships so there's a it might be conducive with your lifestyle 
there's man you know i haven't thought about i've like blanketed about like t-mobile in terms of i probably could always go back there uh-huh. i haven't thought about doing it now or recently um but i will admit that i've probably thought that from like a sales perspective like i could easily go back into like a management position but wouldn't do that right because you the, could pay the, me a hundred grand a year and i would not do that so like you said like the commute and the time and all that are there aren't, aren't there mobile positions though with t-mobile uh there are um you know and again i i, I probably would you do it for like 50 grand a year no really okay no no because t-mobile is a different so and this is that example i guess i'll you put my experience to it a little bit uh people or companies nowadays love um they love growth from within like put to put it plain and I simple see, i see and t-mobile is an advocate of that beyond really? normal companies and I that's see. only because you know and this is credit to t-mobile they were a champion during the pandemic for taking care of their people you didn't want to work you didn't have to work and they paid you for like three or four months wow as an option you didn't have to work eventually they were like hey gotta get back to work sorry but if you wanted to opt out to not work during the pandemic for four months you could wow and they were still gonna pay you uh and you know it just there was a struggle there to like hey am i too comfortable am i too you know and they're just they're just a rigid ten thousand plus company meaning they operate ten thousand plus employees they have their infrastructure in place in terms of advancement you know how you can move up when you can move up very robotic in a way systematic mm-hmm. uh and that's cool but you know do i want that as like a 35 year old adult that also wants autonomy let me ask you a question do you think uh for our generation there are roles for it i'm sure and for the current time like do you think that we find like we you and me guys like us do we find a job that we love and we want to stay with for the next 10 15 20 years like does that is that even is that real so i think there's probably like smoke screens because i was with t-mobile for 11 i was with T-Mobile my longest relationship of my life i thought it was like five no i was a leader for six no i was a leader for yeah like five and a half six years but as far as with the company i was an employee of them for yeah dude i had a nice little you can see how people package how people stayed there for 25 30 years security people were hitting 20 years people were hitting 15 all the time Uh uh-huh um i didn't want to again change of scenery yeah i needed it man and i i there's a but there's i for sure was like oh t-mobile is the best at one point but i also never it never diluted to the sense where like i was like fuck t-mobile like it was a job it became a job it became strenuous it became kind of tiresome and then i'd go through cycles where like i loved it i hated it i loved it you know um six years in it took me the or five years in whatever it took me the decision to like okay hey i do want to make more money and this seems like a good company to do that with and then follow a career path there and then i advanced through that little area and there was always opportunity always say 11 years yeah dude. it's still ringing in my ears yeah man 20 20 or 2010 to january of this year insane 12 years if you really want to yeah. you know but yeah september or august of 2010 that's 23 yeah dude and at so when i started part-time in a band fucking living with a bunch of friends like i got to party all i had to do was show up and make great money anybody that was in like the sales phone sales mid-aughts great fucking money bro i was making 60 grand part-time wow doing you know and then as like very like lenient very great company in terms of like work-life balance to a degree 
you know, in the leadership role, what I was stressed with is managing other people. You know, how many yeah. times I got to tell you to fucking not be late. Right. Fuck, dude. Like, you know what yep. I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and firing people is a struggle. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah, I'll fucking yep. fire people. I have no shame doing yep. that, you know? Uh, I loved man. I loved leading people. I love, you know, I love the idea of team building and being a part of a team and, you know, but yeah, I got kind of old, got old. Mm. And I just, I'm in a different, my personality is different now. Like, mm. you know, if I can travel and work while I'm traveling and visit and see friends yeah. and fucking, that's what I really want to do back to that. I want to fucking spend time. It, I want to have a remote job so I can go to California and work in California for like a month stay with someone work for a month hang out with friends and family get my fix of friends family back home come out here yeah fucking chill that's the life you had said that it was the longest relationship that you'd ever been in Mm -hmm. um on that note of like being in a relationship i feel like when it comes to me and employment it's not you it's me like in that i can't i've never kept the job for more than two years i don't know how like i can't imagine doing that so let alone 11, 12. I'm like, uh, that's why I was asked, is it possible? And you're like, no, yeah, it's possible. I've di- I did it. <laughs> you know, Bro, now I'm like, uh, but I'm in a different, I'm in the new, I'm in the other side of the landscape now where I'm like, all right, my next job is going to be like, do you want to get married with like your next job? No. I mean, I don't know. That's where it's like, what comes along? What do I want to do? Like, so the tech stuff that I'm doing is like, for, what is like, most important to you? Like your, your time to my yeah to be able to travel and to not have that stress and guilt of you know traveling and not necessarily the ability to travel because i can't say that like i'm wanting to travel all the time but just that flexibility of working from whatever environment i want to work from i don't need to be in an office i see that's that's tough now you deserve that that's tough i think i do a little bit but not to toot horns either to say like well i deserve this at this like because it 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 really i understand what it means to make that happen it happened during the pandemic for a lot of people so you deserve that i think i can manifest a job like that and i am willing depending on the job and like yeah if you're gonna pay me 60 70 grand to fucking you know and i'm not working 60 not breaking my back i can do a a side job to make me more money or whatever like sign me up i'm not again i'm not opposed to like traditional shit but I do definitely have a better understanding of what I won't put up with or won't do. And that's a struggle for people, you yeah. know, especially when you've maybe never tasted freedom, the ability to create your own shit. Like, yeah. you know, know what it takes to fucking. It's hard to go back. Fuck. It's hard to go back. Are you kidding me? You can fucking couldn't pay me to do a lot. <laughs> you cannot pay me to the do. The one thing I miss and, and it's the only temptation of like wanting to go back is like, I do miss people. I miss like the work friends, that's true. even though I never went out to drinks and like, yeah, did, that's true. What do you call it? Um, the work life. I never did that. The work family. Yeah. I never did that. I never did the, what is it called? A, a party hour, happy hour or happy whatever hour? the fuck. Yeah. Never did that. Um, but I, I, I like, Oh, there's Savannah. Uh, there she is, you know, and there's Albert, yeah. you know, like yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I work with these guys and like that can always count on them. They're there. And it's like, you know, well, a lot of people I, I do see miss their that. work family more than their actual family. Yeah. I've been there. It's kind of crazy. I've been there and it, to an extent like when you when that's you, when a workplace is fun that's when it's that's fun that's when an office when you really work in an environment where you enjoy being around people and I've had it all I've had environments where I couldn't stand the people I worked with and I love the people I worked with um, And but that's all a part of the balance it's all a part of the you know do you want to work at a job you absolutely hate just because the people that are there because they're eventually going to leave true you know and then Very where are you true. at you know yeah. are you 
and again that's a definite staple to like the, uh, do i miss being 25 24 hanging out with work friends after work and partying all the time yeah do i also miss being hungover no <laughs> like right. definitely don't need to do that shit now right like the social acuity of like um you know I, actually that's not true because i have noticed that like being at home i go out and like conversations hard that's true so mm. i get that yeah and i've only been home for like two months and I'm not doing a whole lot. Like, I'll go out, we'll go to dinner, I'll go and hang out with friends. Yeah. But I'm not, like... People. People watching or doing shit. Like yeah. That. yeah. Or, like, socializing with different people all the time. Uh, I mean, I just got a fix. I was just... Ah. I hit 11... We had 11, 11 states in 10 days. Or five states in 10 days. Wow. Yeah, so we were we were all over the place. Yeah. I got my people fixed. No, I'm ready to... <laughs> Good. And I got strangers coming over for, like, the last week. No. Oh, yeah, not fun. Not fun at all. Man, 2022 was uh, a year of jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I, I from this conversation, like I, it's now put into perspective for me. Um, yeah, you gave me a different perspective for it for sure. Because to me, it wasn't. Uh, it was just a year of like, kind of floating by. Really, not floating by, but just nothing too crazy happened. I'm to transition. Like, what were some of your favorite moments? Not entertainment wise, because we'll get in entertainment. But what were some of your favorite moments of 2022? Because there were some pivotal ones, but. Again, nothing true. Like we didn't have a riot at the Capitol, you know. We didn't. Oh, yeah. We did have fucking Uvalde, which was horrible. That was awful. Um, that was scary, man. Yeah, um, it was close to home too. Having that conversation with my kids was a bummer, but not not nothing compared to those parents for sure. Um, fuck Ted Cruz. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Greg Abbott. Um. <laughs> uh. So I made two movies this year. That was yeah, pretty cool. You did. I went yeah, from like did. not having made a film in five six years to producing two. And that was really cool. And one, didn't you write off being a director? Yeah. No, I mean, and I and I still I still maintain that. Like, okay. I don't identify as a filmmaker anymore. That used to be my world. That used to be how I, the prism and how I viewed and watched shit. What do you identify as now? A hopelessly inquisitive man. Oh, I love it. I'm just a fucking dude. Hopelessly like, inquisitive man. Yep. I I don't see myself as a filmmaker first. Like that was exhausting. Um. So I retired with that, and and I like producing films and making you know other filmmakers' dreams come true, and um, photographing them and editing editing them and so on. Like that's that's really fun. Making movies with your friends that's dope. Uh, getting married that was dope. We spent five days in New York. I mean, I I'm. Still... What's your favorite part? Obviously, other than getting married. Uh, favorite part? That's a fucking fantastic question. Um, I only spent four days in New York, but I have great favorite yeah? parts. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a magical place. Favorite part? Um, the city, obviously. We're not talking about upstate. <laughs> yeah, the city, of course. Um, just, you know, maybe eating cake with my wife in yeah. a hotel bed. Nice. Yeah, that's my favorite part. Like, that's, that's and you got buried in Central Park, right? If I'm not Central mistaken. Park, Woo! yeah. Yeah. It's the move. Um, that was a highlight uh, of my life, for sure. And uh, driving to Las Vegas, I remember you reached out and you're like, I've done that drive, brother. And I was like, oh, yeah, you have. That was a trip. I got I got COVID on the way back, so I had to stop off in Arizona and like sleep for a day, and then I drove back and like. Spent, what route did you take? I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. I just mm. let the GPS do its thing. But, um, yeah, that I, I stopped off. I guess I'm a puss. Uh, I stopped, Why? Because I, I had a can't one shot it like you. Oh, man. bro, but you said you got sick. Like, well, yeah. The, on the way back, I stopped off in Arizona, but on the way over there, I stopped off in Albuquerque. Okay, and like, keep in mind, the ten is a straight shot. Like it's. Mm -hmm. Palm Springs to Austin is 22 hours. It's like 19 hours nonstop. Obviously, you don't I make it. I think for me, that. it was 18. So that's. You make it in 22, right? Because you're stopping and going. But it's 20 hours of the 10. And then the last two hours are like 290. 
but it's a literal straight shot for the most part. Where wow. When you start going through like Albuquerque and shit, I think you get windy. Vegas to Austin is a little, that's why I ask how you went. Cause yeah, you probably went through like, did you go through Lubbock? Did you go to like the North part of Texas? Did you kind of come in? If you went through no, Albuquerque, I, no, you didn't I got like come to, in uh, through the top. Because that's what sucks about Austin. I don't if remember we're being West Texas too well. If we're being honest, the worst part of Austin, Texas, is that by car, it's nine hours before you're out of Texas in any fucking direction. That's the worst part about Texas in general. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're in Lubbock, nah, you got a couple no, states right next out, to you. Yeah. El Paso, you're right next to New Mexico. Right. You're nine hours by car, by vehicle. I think I did from go any through Lubbock, now that you mention it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, Lubbock's okay. I've stayed in Lubbock a couple times. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't like West Texas, man. Yeah. Not for me. But that that was that's fun. rough because it's all the farm shit and like. Yeah. I should have flew, but then I would have stayed in Vegas and would have had COVID, and I would have stayed there for like an extra week. Um, but I should have. I should have maybe flew Vegas and any time longer than like three or four days in Vegas. Is I agree. Probably too much. I know that was the last time, and I'm pretty sure I got it at a um, at a White Castle of all things. Ooh, those are that's fucking trash. A bummer. Those are trash. You know, it wasn't my idea. So I went to. Vegas, January of 2020. So, like, people were just putting masks on. Wow. And it was noticeably kind of bare. And there was a White Castle that had just opened up off the strip. They, like, put it where, like, the M&M's thing was. Yep. And so we just went over Christmas. We were there for Christmas Eve. And there was, like, a dozen White Castles all over the fucking place. Isn't that place. weird? They're all over. And, like, I, I was a fan when I went. But it's hype. It's a lot of Harold and Kumar hype. It really is. But you know, again, we're not getting it on the west, on the east coast, like right. So that was trash, kid. (laughs) Um, That was bad. But that was a fun trip, you know. And I came back, and that was. I knew I was going to come back and put in a two weeks for a job and all that, and so that's also very freeing. That was around that time. Um, Yeah, those are like really the highlights, you know. Like I hired someone and fired someone. Um, That was like cool. I'm growing my business. Oh, I have to let this person go. That really sucked. And this person like quit their full time job to like work for me. And it was it was it was heavy, dude. But I I overpaid them. Like I gave them like I don't want to say, but like I I gave them like guilt money. Flex. No, no, no. I I just gave them guilt money of like, look, you know. I'm, I gotta let you go, but sit on your ass and do nothing, and you, at least you have this. Good luck, you know. Like I, it was just my way of paying off my guilt. Really, is what it was. Um, that was a highlight. Um, Eesh. Eesh. Th- those are those those are like the big ones, man. Yeah. Like if I were to go through the mosaic of my life of 2022, those are the big Very ones. Very similar. Quitting my quitting T-Mobile, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Felt so good. Uh, did my honeymoon in January. That was nice. Beautiful. Uh, did, have you done your honeymoon yet? No, I'm not gonna. No. What? I don't think celebrate. so. Celebrate. It's a, just an excuse to celebrate somewhere. Get oh. some time to yourselves. Yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. It's just an excuse. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I went to Hawaii. It was great. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned Hawaii. You mentioned the <laughs> volcano. Like, yeah. I think it was the oh, last episode. the volcano. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that's just, I mean, bad shit in 2022. You know what's funny is I typed in positive events from 2022 mm-hmm. and it immediately brings up how to maintain mental health. It doesn't actually bring up like events that happen. That's kind of scary. Yeah. But if you go negative events of 2022, it brings up a bunch of top 10 lists. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Kind of weird. Um, One thing that you said was a highlight in the last episode, we don't have to go there if you don't want to, but you said uh, Elon buying Twitter. Uh, I have that on there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm enjoying it. And oh, actually. I I thought he was exposed. A couple piggybacks. A couple piggybacks will go on. But I do want to. Oh, man. What were we just. uh, Volcano. uh, Quitting jobs. A highlight for sure for me as well. Uh, 
getting fired also a highlight like i'll say i'll say it you know experiencing wow. the new job a highlight too so the personal aspects i understand the, yeah. the highlights a lot of personal growth i think mm-hmm. um and that's ultimately you know what you got to hang your year on right the yeah. year is not about anybody else other than you like it's going to be the perspective that hopefully you're leading with and you, it's only going to be true so hopefully you're not hating your year um as far as events that happened yeah so elon bought fucking twitter and you said you thought he was exposed I thought he was exposed so you oh. know how elon kind of and i almost bought into it too um i just never cared that much like i didn't i was never I never like an elon simp like i didn't have to i didn't like use his foreskin as my lip balm like or anything okay. uh i never now dick right at elon angry. no now no i never did i never did angry. i'm just saying you know i, I watched the I was always morbidly curious about him because he's a fascinating individual. Seeing him on Rogan, you're like, oh, he's interesting. But um, there are people who I think also have turned on him because he like was like, I'm going to buy this. JK, I'm not going to buy it. Okay, now you're being sued. You have to buy it. So you're buying it. Now you're being sued for like the same amount of money. You used to be the richest man in the world. Now you're not the richest man in the world. People lo- are really entertaining. Like they love that. And then just the other day, like two days ago, he tweeted, last January, I was the, I was like uh, man of the year on Forbes or Time Magazine. Oh, the mighty have fallen. Yeah, and and, and and I thought, wow, dude, and now like Tesla stock, which I almost bought, you know, tanked, and it's like, wow, this is so interesting. And so seeing him ad nauseum on Twitter, which is weird because I don't follow him, but I see his tweets, and it's like, I see what you're doing, Elon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, wow, he, I feel like he really exposed himself as like, maybe not a playboy genius philanthropist. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was interesting. It was a, I don't know if I'd call it, it a highlight, but it was definitely a crazy event that went on last year. Anytime there's chaos, I love it. So yeah, yeah of course I'm gonna be about him buying Twitter. Uh, you know, I think when you're that inundated in the public life, it's hard to get an accurate read on someone. Sure, he was the richest man in the world. I think that accounts to something. Yeah. But obviously, he's I get did it stupid that he goes oh i'm in charge of the programming and the programming people are like that doesn't make sense like right but anyways yeah yeah uh i i can understand it from both ends uh i just think that anytime you get a fucking wild card in any type of power it's great uh although apparently so the reason that i'm interested also is that now i'm trying to be on twitter more uh you said i was crushing it how uh, well you got the check mark i saw that you, you did buy, that. You could buy it well i understand that and i asked you how it was and i don't know if you responded to it but how is it me? have you noticed like anything well well because i just well, assume people will from, like, fucking the, actually watch my shit now yeah because you can tell how many people it reaches you True. Know? and you're yeah. in like the thousands as far as like your reach goes on some of the posts. probably even though i only have 70 followers which is crazy, yeah, is right? Crazy. And yeah. so that at least goes to show that he fixed the engagement thing. The bot thing, also a very real issue. A very like real. There are bots, especially when you were a brand trying to grow, bots mm-hmm. are very, like, you know, an annoying part yeah, of it. For sure. Which shouldn't be a part of the norm. You know, and that was, I think, something that people on that side of things led with. Oh, it's just the norm. People are, you're going to have bots on social media programs like this. So, okay, well, it's apparent that there's a way to filter them out. And why aren't you? Mm-hmm. Now that that's getting taken care of, like, okay, you're making it, he's making Twitter a little bit more interesting okay. in the sense that I want to maybe be a part of it. Yeah. That could just be my fear. I think what's happening to you is what happened to me with Facebook where the social network movie came out and I was like, oh, that was like a big advertisement for Facebook for me. And then I got on it. Okay. Fair, yeah. fair. So it's like, I think Elon's just like a, uh, the mascot of Twitter and it's like, oh, I'm going to check it out now. Fair. And I've definitely, and I mentioned this on my last episode, I get the habit and I was going to ask you about this. You did um 
where you were making a video every day. Was that 2022 or 2021? I don't remember. Uh, but you I, I think it was every 2022. Day you were posting some sort of content. Yeah, some I think sort it, was, of it was 2022. Did you make it all 365 days? No. How far did you make it? I don't recall. Uh, I know I went over like 100 days. Okay. Yeah. So back to my Twitter thing, like I can't do a 30 day, 21 day. I can't, I just can't. Every really? single day, something about it, forget, I forget. One day. One, one day where one, I forget. One day, tweet 100 times. Okay. All right. And, I get what what's, what's, what's going to happen is you're going to, is some of the best advice I've I ever got. I'll get a bunch of notifications. You'll get, you'll get out of your head with like, is this even like uh, worth tweeting? Okay, you'll get out of your it, head and then you realize all this shit works well, and bro, it I, already, I never tweet and I have over 2,000 tweets and I'm like what the fuck I was like but I, ne- I feel like I never tweet and I've had it since like whatever 2015 or something 2014 or something like that and I've had it for like a real long time and like do a big brain don't dump think I day. do it a lot right yeah okay maybe I will um but I was gonna ask how you got through the monotony and like the struggle of needing to do something every single day even though you didn't make it a year uh, over a mm-hmm. hundred days is a, is you know and I'm a fan of 30 day challenges I've done yeah. I do them all the time yeah. just for the sake of kickstarting you know something, what I getting learned? the body hyped up about it's, something it's, it's kind of a bummer like what I learned was um, don't take anybody's advice because mm-hmm. I was given that advice like post every day and like that works for some people that doesn't work for everybody yeah you know what I've learned is um, what's going to work for Brian is only going to work for Brian and not going to work for everybody else. You could sell People your course. People like that, Knives. I know they don't. I'm one of them. <laughs> I need sorry. answers. I need tangibles, man. You got to you, give me something. You, you'll have something that sound that that will work for Jocko Willink. That doesn't mean it's going to work for you. True. Um, you have like here, here's the example I always give. Um, people want to have a podcast like Joe Rogan, and to which I reply, become a stand-up, join a sitcom with Phil Hartman, mm-hmm. become a game show host. Become a UFC commentator and then start a podcast. Yep. That's the only way you're going to get the Joe Rogan results, right? He's a one of one. If you were to sell master classes, it'd be a big fucking joke. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's no advice. Like, I, that's what I've realized is advice is relative. That's why he doesn't. That's a part where I'm like, with, where I like Rogan is he just, so he stay, he's a true stay in your lane kind of dude. He really is. And so yeah. know yourself, trust yourself, be yourself, and, and do what works for you. Yeah. I think what's, I've had to pivot, like what I'm going to try to do this year is focus on quality, not quantity. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. I'm writing that down. Damn it. That might be the name of the episode. I generally don't like naming episodes like this, but quality over quality. Your names are always fire. I love them. No, they're just made up. I don't do anything with them. Uh, okay, so getting into what I think is probably the most fruitful parts of this, but entertainment-wise, what were some of your favorites? So we were both the fans of music, Everything movies. Everywhere All at Once. We everywhere. both loved it. I mean, yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. I, I actually did keep a list of movies I saw. I The only list that I kept though was 2022 releases yeah same here I didn't do okay and I'm, I know you beat me on it I'm sure no I don't think I did okay well what are some standouts for you and I'll see if um, well, where, okay. I, where I stack if we're just gonna stay on 2022 uh, the Kanye Genius trilogy came out Genius Ye- Genius whatever <laughs> or it was. Genius yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was interesting um, that was great explained so much of what I'm surprised we didn't really bring that up during the highlights of 2022 but Kanye losing his mind uh, watch that documentary and it's just clear he's gotten nobody. I heard he did an interview with Gavin what's his name from uh, the Proud Boys yeah it's crazy Gavin, um, yeah the dude that started Vice or whatever yeah isn't that crazy I can't believe he's he's scratching that barrel um, uh, no, everything everywhere wrong, all at once he's got the wrong people talking to him that, that's up there for me uh, the Batman came out I saw it I didn't like love it but people love really love it I did like the Batman you did yeah. uh, Jackass 4 came out uh, big fan let's see didn't see Jackass 4 Really? Uh, 4.5 is on Netflix if you fuck with that. Did you see uh, this movie just came out on December 30th? Um, Do you have HBO? Yep. 
Did you see This Place Rules? No. Watch it. It's easy watch. Okay. Easiest watch you've ever seen in your life. Okay. You'll cool. put it on. You won't be able to stop it. Um, cool. I, I must insist you watch it because you really missed something there. But it just came out this week, technically. Did, did you see Amsterdam? That also came out. I wanted to some... watch it. Yeah. Um, how was it? Good. You really? liked it? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, it was good. I uh, saw Bullet Train. That was all right. Yeah. Um, saw Elvis. It was all right. Saw The Whale. It was an abomination. Um, <laughs> Did you see the whale? I didn't see either of those you just mentioned. Fucking terrible. Um, oh, it was a really man. bad movie. And it's Darren Aronofsky, the guy that did yeah. Re- Requiem for a Dream, yep, yep. The Wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Those things bombed. Yeah, as far as movies, I thought it was actually a pretty weak year for for me. That's fair. I saw a lot of old shit. I, I've just been watching a lot of old stuff. That's that's new to me. Okay. Matt, you're what just, about you? Uh, okay, so the Batman I have on there. Uh, I liked it. You know, I, I like Batman. Anytime someone takes it, does a take on Batman, I'm about it. Uh, even though I'm not super diehard in the like comic movies. <laughs> Cape shit, as they call it. Yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Loved it. I thought that was just an easy watch. You didn't have to really think too hard. It was yeah. fun, entertaining, you know, out of left field. Did you cry? I think so. Yeah, when the dad, like towards the end, yeah, yeah, it gets you right. Yeah, I think yeah. I did. Yeah, with them. Oh, yeah, with the mom when her and her mom are like reconnecting. Yeah, yeah, that part got me. That's deep, man. Um, all right, nope. Oh, I saw nope. Yeah, what'd you think? At first, I was like, I don't think I like this movie, but I have not been able to shake it. Okay, cool. And cool. Uh, it's really uh, as th- with Get Out and like his other. Well, movies, I loved I Get Out when it came out. Like uh, yeah. the first time I took to it, us as well. I took to it, but I didn't see us. But nope, I, I was like, I don't know if I like this. Um, but I, I'm so, I love all the Gordy stuff. Okay. Yeah, the the yeah. chimp. Yep. Yep. Really stuck with yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. The shoe. That, that was pretty, I was still don't understand that. I think it was part of the alien allure. Like I think the, so? Yeah. Wow. The nature, nature's part in it where really you wouldn't expect a shoe to stand, but like, that's just it. Like a weird nature. Yeah. That's, that, that's up your alley. The, you know, whatever. I don't Fibonacci know. secrets. Yes, thank you. Yes, we are on the same wavelength. That's what I was talking about. Where it's like, it's <laughs> as just, soon as you did that, yes, I knew. Yeah, because it's the, the spiral. Um, massive talent, the unbearable weight of massive talent. How was that? The Nick Cage movie. Yeah. I mean, Nick Cage is a shtick. I think now, right? Like, yeah, the fact that he's his own self in a movie. Yeah. Uh, explains it, but it was funny. It was good. Okay. Uh, I mean, Homeboy is is in it from Pedro Pascal. Yeah, from Lord of the, or uh, Game of Thrones. He's also uh, Mandalorian Andor, right? Isn't he? Oh yeah, that's right. He's Mandalorian. Yes, that's yes. right. That's right. Um, Bob's Burger movie. Did you see that? I did see that. I mean, I loved it. It, it was cute. I love Bob's Burger. Uh, don't worry, darling. I I, I know that, that you liked it. Yeah. He, uh, I did not see it because my friends told me it was trash. Oh no, you have to. Okay. I think it's. You know what? what you were right about. Don't look up. Oh, I, I really took that recommendation to heart. Yes, dude. I saw it right after you told me to watch it and then I saw it again on New Year's Eve and I was like this movie's fucking it was even better the second dude, time dude you've got to see this movie you, okay uh, I trust it, you it's uh, it's probably Florence Pugh it's Midsummer Girl yeah and uh, Olivia Wilde directed it yeah. it and directed it it's really good I like her first movie and Harry Styles a really good actor really yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I trust you man uh, Bodies 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 what is this The so it's like a horror slasher Teen, not okay. It's not a teen. Okay, so yeah, you got to watch it. So okay. it's a twenty four, which I don't think they yeah. do much wrong, right? Yeah. Uh, and um, Pete Davidson's in it. Oh, okay. And it's like a bunch of chicks, and they're basically partying during a hurricane. The lights go out, and they're playing this game called Bodies, 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 where it's just like, oh, person plays dead. Well, turns out someone dies, and they just go on this clue. But it's like, did you ever see Palm Springs? No. Hmm. What about that ridiculous 
uh, Riff Raff Spring Break Spring Breakers uh, That's one of my favorite movies of all time Okay That movie shouldn't have been good Uh huh But it, you know how it was good Yeah It's exactly how Bodies 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 is Got it Exactly It shouldn't it be good but it is But it's good okay. Makes sense Yeah Fits yep. Dry humor Yeah It's like this is for You see it and you're like this is stupid And within like 10 minutes you're laughing You're like alright this is good mm. This is perfect Very cool Yeah but it almost But it doesn't make sense Oh yeah I forgot to mention Avatar Well I'm getting to it <laughs> Uh, let's get to the other movies, the non-important ones first. Uh, <laughs> Amsterdam was good. As far as documentaries, the FIFA documentary, highly recommend it. Mm. Uh, did you see Pepsi Where's My Jet? Pepsi mm. legitimately, you know, the whole get these caps and you can get a jet. Someone got a jet. Whoa. Legit, like went after a jet. Wow. Because of a typo on a commercial. That is awesome. Like legally went after <laughs> yeah. That's great. Aftershock about the fucking earthquakes and Everest and killing people. That was kind of tough. The Tinder swindler. Did you see that? About I heard about it. My oh, wife saw it. Yeah. Fucking great. That's what I heard. Uh, and then Our Father was also kind of creepy. Did you hear about that? Our Father. No. Our Father is about a gentleman that was a doctor who would artificially inseminate women to get pregnant mm-hmm. and use his own sperm. That's so So he fathered cool. like 40 people. Wow. That's fucking crazy. And the worst part about it is you they interview the fathers and it's people that think that they were actually, this is my kid. That's a nightmare. Crushing. Soul crushing. Wow. It's a doc, right? Soul crushing documentary. Wow. Yeah. It hurt. Gotcha. Cried out. during that. Just because it's like, I'm not a dad, but I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah. Trying, trying. You finally find this thing that works and it's, Fuck me, dude. Yeah, bro. That's brutal. Also saw the remake of All Quiet on the Russian Front. Did you see that? No, I did not. Okay. I see you saw more movies than me, bro. I'm telling you. White Noise with Adam uh, Driver. That just came out. No, I haven't seen it. Fucking great. Yeah? No, yeah. It's okay, good, cool. too. Yeah, yeah. And it's then good. I and then Glass Onion. Glass Onion and Prey I, are the I, last two that I, I saw there. both of those. Yeah. yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I thought Knives Out was better. See, I didn't see Knives Out. Oh, okay. I just went straight into Gra- Glass Onion and I got that it was a... Murder mystery. It's fun. Watch it with as many people as you can because okay. it's fun to try to like. It's one of those talk at the movie type movies. Did you watch TV shows at all? I saw a lot of TV shows. Did you watch White Lotus? Is it good? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I say that only after the first. Like, I didn't like it until the last episode of the first season. Okay. But every episode hooked me. Every episode I left going, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, that's I gotta the, find out what's going on. What's that's going the vibe on? I got. That's fucking stupid. Uh, that's great. I saw Station Eleven it's on HBO. Mm-mm. That's a good one, man. Yeah. No one talks about it. It's really good. Station Eleven. I'll have to check that out. Check it out. I think you might dig it. Tried getting into uh, Yellowstone. wasn't happening. Mm. wasn't happening. And I'm bummed that fucking Westworld got canceled. And and deleted. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's not on HBO. They deleted Stop. it. Stop. So it could be a tax write off. It's gone. It never existed. It's over. And there's no Blu-rays. So Stop. Ah, for real. Yeah, it's gone. They just got rid of it. They got rid. Of, they deleted it. Like uh, you know, you can still order it somewhere. I'm sure. Eh. But it's not on HBO. Right it's now. not That's on HBO. Wild. Yeah. It's a wild. bummer, right? Yeah, and they also... Uh, did you watch Dark? My wife did. I okay. watched her watch it. Okay, did you see 1899? You I heard about it. It got canceled, right? Fuck, son. It was so good. That's what it I hear. Was so good. It got canceled, man. It was so good. It had like one season. Yeah. Yeah. And it left it for... Yeah, of course they're going to do another one. Nope. Canceled. Sorry. God, bum me out. That's, why, right. that's why I don't get into television until it's done. Let's talk like about... I finished Better Call Saul. I haven't even started it yet, but I did see Breaking Bad post. Uh, just, just as good, if not better, as Breaking Bad. show, yeah. Post. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I heard it was really good. Uh, we, I started watching um, Heroes. The original show? Yeah. No, not Heroes. God, I can't believe I said that. I did watch Heroes, though, all three seasons. It was great. <laughs> Hayden Panettiere. Yes, thank you. Um, the Boys. Oh, okay. The yeah, boys. I've seen The Boys. It was whatever. 
Cape shit. All right. Avatar. Yeah. Why'd you hate it? Uh, it's not that I hated it, man. It's just that, I mean, G- and I've discovered this. I have had long talks with Becca about this because I knew this was going to be a conversation. Did she like it? Uh, I'm going to tell, tell you exactly how we felt about it. Let's go. We saw it on Christmas. Yeah. So my sister's boyfriend, shout out to Jacob, uh, his family, they do movies. That's their tradition that they do. And it was our first time meeting them. So we were like, yeah, we'll go. They're like, cool. We're going to go see Avatar. Cool. Well, we drove like the 19th and the 20th into the desert, hung out for a couple of days. But from the 23rd to the 24th, we were in Vegas. We drive midnight on the 24th from Vegas to the Joshua Tree, sleep for a couple hours, and then get up and are in Riverside, California by like nine in the morning to visit my sister because Christmas is her birthday. So we're going to spend Christmas with them, hang out with them for a couple hours, go see Avatar at four. I'm completely under the understanding mm-hmm. that me and my chick are going to sleep during Avatar. Right, because you're fucking wasted. Drinking all day, fucking tired as fuck, yeah. so like exhausted. Yeah. And I saw the first Avatar twice, actually. And like, yeah, it was a good movie. It was fun, 3D, cool. But it was 2009. Yeah. I was just hyped for different reasons. Right. Um, I think I bought into like, oh, highest grossing film of all time, crazy. I bought into lots of that. Yeah. The 3D, everybody was buying into 3D. Yeah. Um, and so... It didn't like stand out as like something great. I didn't sleep one piece <laughs> through that fucking film. Because it, it didn't let you? Stayed awake. Yeah, yeah, dude, it didn't. And that's just it. Like, okay. And I get that James Cameron went and has done documentaries. And that's where it fucked with me. It was almost like watching a documentary spliced into like a live action CGI film and he's not the best storyteller so you're not getting depth you're not getting I understand he cut out 10 minutes of like violence there wasn't even much violence if any there was like two people that got shot uh it just the storytelling it's weird I saw plot holes like okay why did we only spend 10 minutes on the ooze that provides like internal Mm -hmm. youth okay movie three I guess but sure we only spent 10 minutes on that and yet we had a 10 minute swim scene with a whale with no dialogue we didn't need that we didn't need the 10 minute <laughs> swim scene I wanted to hear more about this gel that they were getting out of the whales why did we go on this CGI documented 20 minute you know what I mean I'm like so I felt like he was making a documentary and making a CGI movie and splicing it definitely has a god complex definitely has a god really? complex in ter- yeah he created a whole world like creating a hole in there a whole world and spending billions of dollars or however much money to do it yeah 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 yeah. god complex for sure it's james cameron though and i understand i'm going for james cameron shit which is where i do appreciate it if you want to go in you want to see beautifully made movie yeah i did feel at some points it looked like a video game and but it was an imax um did we see it no okay Mm -hmm. just regular 3d yeah no not even 3d you saw in 2d yeah okay did i fuck up because 3D is not big. Yesterday I, I saw it on I the even biggest know, fucking screen in Texas. See, and I didn't know that it even was in 3D. Like, we found that out a couple days ago. We were like, oh, it is in 3D? We didn't know that. So, I just thought it was Avatar and it was a big deal. It looked great. Yeah. But then there were, like, moments where, oh, that's a... You could have put that in a video game cutscene and yeah. it would look like the video game. But it was only, like, two. And it was, of course, explosions and a ship hurling through the air. So, of course, and a person was there. So, of course, it was going to look fake. Sure. Of course, it was going to have like a tinge of. But that's also like, yeah, it was a great. the In 2D, beautiful, beautiful film. Yeah. Great at creating the world. It's great at fucking making it happen. But you're not going for. And that's just me. Like, I love Godfather. 
because uh-huh. it's I love Heat because it's three hours, but it's also got you like, yeah. oh, this is fucking a great movie. It's three yeah. hours and it's great. I hated yeah. Titanic. Titanic. Oh. And my chick explained that too. She's like, well, yeah, but think about it. It's still James Cameron. Like, it was only dope in 1997. You were what, 10? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. If you watch Titanic now, it's cheesy, boring. Like, you wouldn't sit through three hours. Sacrilege. This is blasphemy. No, bro, get out of here. But I, the same thing. James Cameron, dramatic shit breaking in half. Homeboy falling and fucking getting clipped three or four times. They're dramatic sex scenes. I get it. It's a James Cameron film. Groundbreaking at the time with the CGI and shit, too, if I'm not mistaken. Like, right. a huge green screen and shit, right? Yep. And so, I get it. And I appreciate it. But three times? Three times. You went three different times? That's where I'm like, this is where the discussion is going to go The first time I saw it. Because he's going to try to explain to me how he's... The first time I saw it was in 2D. And so I'm happy I saw it that way because I saw like the movie that I would watch at home. Okay. You know? And I, I was actually pretty sucked into the story and... Movie and it just I, not to cut you off no, but okay. I have to asterisk I think this entire yeah. conversation yeah. this is why I'm shocked by it. Yeah. You are a movie guy. Like, well, think about that, right? Doesn't that make sense? No, I th- I would think that you wouldn't like it. I think why? that you would think it's overrated and like beyond good filmmaking because it's not great filmmaking. No, I think it's it is. It's a mediocre film with like fantastic fantastic package. But storytelling, dialogue, it's mediocre. There's not a whole lot to it. And that's where I thought like your I've seen movie too many, brain. I've seen too many movies that, that have the great dialogue, that have the great story, that just don't have that cinematic flair. And if it did, it would be the trifecta. This is all flair. This it's all, is it's all flair. flair. And it's like eye orgasms. You know what I mean? And uh, like yesterday, like <laughs> you're, my, you're my eyes were coming. You're a camera guy. Yes. Okay. And my I, eyes were yes. coming the Different whole time. Different experience for sure. There's a shot in there where like it took me back <laughs> to being like, yeah, I literally, literally. My eyes are just leaking cum. Uh, there, there's a shot in there and there's so many, you probably couldn't even figure it out which one, but, um, there's a shot in there that like took me back to being like this four year old who saw Terminator two for the first what time. What shot? Let me see. Dude, it's such a simple shot. And like, also the version that I saw yesterday. So saw the first one in 2d, saw the second one in 3d and I was like, okay, big up. difference. You scaled. Yeah. Yeah. I was like big difference. And then I got invited to watch it on the biggest screen in Texas. And I'm like, well, how, how, how much different could it be? It's eight stories. Where? Yeah. Where is it at? It's at the Bob Bullock Museum over here in South Austin. And uh, my, my daughter, who was upset because I didn't see her at all yesterday, she was like, where were you yesterday? And I was like, I went to go see Avatar. She's like, again? Because <laughs> uh, the second time, she wanted to watch it with me, just her and me. So I was like, okay. you know. Um, and then she's like, ah, well, but I told her, baby, I saw it on the biggest screen in Texas. And she's like, how big was it? And I was like, bigger than our fucking house. She was like, oh, okay. And there's a shot where, um, and it's just melodrama. But like it just looks okay. So the reason why I mentioned this is, have you are, do, are you familiar with HFR high frame rate? Uh, I mean, maybe in a video game or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there uh, and the way I saw it this time, and I didn't see it like so. I've seen it in different formats each time. The third time, um, it would go from twenty four frames a second to sixty frames a second to forty eight frames a second to twenty four frames. Like it was just like, whoa! Like I'd never seen anything like that. And there's a shot that looks like it was shot like at one hundred twenty frames a second, super slow mo. And it's just the bad guy, the guy that like they put his memories in an avatar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, his name's General Korch. This is like nerd shit. Like women's vaginas are just drying the fuck up right now as they're listening <laughs> to this. Just drier than a bucket of sand. But uh, it's just a shot in slow motion where uh, there's a Mexican standoff at the end, and he has a knife like at, at this at Jake's da- a daughter, and he's like gonna cut her throat or whatever. And it's just done like so menacing and so sinister in slow motion. And my eyes are fucking coming like because there's like you know they're on a sinking boat that's like on fire. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm the I've always been this guy that like 
10 years ago, I was like, Michael Bay's a genius. When everybody was like, man, these movies are dog shit. It's just a bunch of noise. I was just like, you don't understand what Michael Bay's doing. This shit is eye candy. Even though he was like recycling scenes. I feel like he invented scenes that other people ripped off and then put in their movies. Like even Zack Snyder. Like I feel like Michael Bay did it first and then Zack Snyder did it in his movie. Michael Bay did it first and then James Cameron did it in his movie. Yeah. Um, I also put Robert Rodriguez up there too as a guy who's a really good like action director that, that does stuff that other people copy like Sin City or something like that. But, um, yeah, yeah, Vax. Yeah. Um, but this movie was just like a visual feast for the eyes with a good, like, a good enough story. And as a father, the second one gets me more than the first one because there's this whole family stick together bullshit. And there's not just that, but there's a, the way the main character is as a father is the way I am as a father. Get together and I need my kid to say yes sir to me. Like, you know, stand in line, da 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 do this, do that. And then uh, there's a scene where like, he kind of blames the he blames the middle son for like the older spoiler alert. Yeah, he, he does. blames the middle son <laughs> for the older son's does. death. Bro, that fucking hit me so hard. <laughs> that hit me so hard, bro. And then That's that the son worst. comes back to save his father's life oh, to man. redeem himself. You know what I mean? And like, meanwhile, when that son dies, and like the spoiler mom's alert, like yeah. the, the mom's like crying her eyes out, like just these wailing, oh, right? Man. Um, in the background is a fucking eclipse we can't stop it's like it's just the most epic fucking thing i've ever seen and every earth event (laughs) as a guy who like was obsessed with and still like if you if i go to my do you know what letterbox.com is i don't it's just a place where you review movies it's like a it's like a social media for for reviewing movies yeah um terminator 2 is like i only you can put like your top four Mm mm-hmm I have a top two. It's There Will Be Blood and Terminator 2. Because I've seen those movies over 200 times. Wow. Like, I am a James Cameron kid. I'm that guy that saw Titanic oh, at 10 so- years old and was like, I'm a J. My D to this later. Like, this is I fucking was, amazing. I was on another podcast and every, there was three other people on it. They all yelled at me for not thinking that Terminator 2 is the greatest movie of all time. And I didn't understand that this is like a up there, but now since then it's been in my zeitgeist because I'm hearing that this is the greatest film. And I've seen Terminator 2 a handful of times. It's a fun film. Like I remember watching it being Jack. Yeah. The fact that you're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just like, how many times do you need to see it, man? Oh, like, man. I have to go back with the guise of thinking, like, oh, this is one of the greatest, and, like, maybe put that into my... Also, like, when, I think when movies are doing... Uh, two things. When movies are doing action slash uh, musical, I think that is when cinema is, like, at its peak. Mm-hmm. Going back to the bing! Did you like Spirited? Spirited? What's this? The Ryan Reynolds, uh, Will Ferrell musical? <laughs> I didn't even know this existed. It's on Apple TV. I haven't seen it. Yet. I don't fuck it's with Apple TV. Really I'm, I'm not on it, so I, I don't, don't know. But I did. I do fuck with like La La Land when that came out, mm, or because mm. I'm a sucker yeah. for musicals. Because it's just like, it's the even like a good Disney musical, like a like a Tangled or a Moana. Like to me, it's just like what why we go to the movies. Avatar is the reason why we go to the movies. Like in my opinion, and. You know, for the past, after Avatar 1 came out, since then, there's just been nothing but cape shit, which is but the, the propelling force that gets people to the movies is to watch Thanos snap his fingers and to, well, I'm not trying to be dismissive here, but like Black Panther, shit like that. And none of that shit like ever looked real to me. That shit looks like a video game to me. Oh. Avatar was like, dude, it looks like fucking people in makeup. Like my kid thinks they're people in makeup. We went to uh, the four o'clock showing. So and- you didn't get out to like eight. And yeah, we got out, walked out at seven thirty. Yeah, <laughs> and there was hundreds of people in the fucking movie theater going to whatever the eight o'clock, yeah. nine o'clock, yeah, eight thirty one was on Christmas. On Christmas in Riverside, California. 
That's wild. Fucking in a post-pandemic but... world. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's just so nuts. And I'm not trying to sell it on you, and I don't think that no, you're no. wrong. I agree with like everything we were, that you said. We were. I just was laughing a minute ago because Becca and I were just roasting like Spider. Fuck him. What a traitorous piece of shit. I can't believe it. <laughs> there are fucking levels to that. So, and then, and then, uh, we were laughing. There's a lot to unpack there. We were laughing at the fact, oh, what, okay, let's fucking start unpacking it. We're, I'm just saying, like, with Spider, he, he's a, that's a fascinating bro, guy. And, okay, this is what. I think, I think here's what's going to happen in part three. Once again, vagina's drying up. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to preface this just for a second, because my idea of movies is completely different, too. Like, I have, and I think... Becca might have done this to me, but she has this sociological approach. She always she had to do some stuff in school when she was in the sociology side of things, where she'd have to interpret sociological perspectives to movies. That's interesting. And how they relate. Oh yeah, because it's crossover, right? That's Our, really art cool. imitates, you know, reality. So there's generally there's underlining themes that you can pick out socially in movies that are either narratives that are current in time or you know reasons they're in there, what have you. And so. A movie has to have like a movie has to convince me like that can happen. That can happen. That can happen. Oh fuck that! that. Not not not. I, I it's not that I can't. For that. Listen, it's not that I can suspend disbelief. But uh-huh. if you are gonna give me a movie where I have to suspend disbelief, the acting better be good. The shit, the visuals better be good. Uh huh. Okay. The, it better be palatable. Sure. Can't be B grade. You know what I mean? And that's where. <sighs> but listen, dude. Here's where. Here's where I'm like, oh, this is. How did this not trigger people? Oh, what's in this? the climate that we're in. Yeah. Okay. First of all, you mean to tell me the savior of an entire race of people is a half breed, a half white dude, spliced with an alien, and he's gonna be what's the, the savior? problematic part? That he's white. Oh, that it's a half breed. I think that's just like a thing nowadays where it's just like, oh, you're going to have a representation of a, and what to me, like Avatar is an indigenous, right? They're indigenous. This is very reminiscent of like Europe taking over the Americas. Colonization. Yeah. Okay. Pocahontas, if you will. And that was another comparison that I read somewhere that actually kind of, I was like, oh, I didn't even Now, correct me, that refresh my memory on Pocahontas. Does John Smith attempt to assimilate? I think, I think. I don't fucking know this. Like, I, I, I just, and that's where I think the comparisons were. And like, dude, okay. I haven't watched Pocahontas since who knows how long I've seen Pocahontas. I loved it. Let, I him, fucking, let him cook. Let Brian cook. I love Pocahontas. <laughs> I fucking love it. But I don't know. I don't know. Right? Sure. But the fact that you're having an invader who is now spliced with the people be the savior of the people when you have what appears to be competent natives or competent Navi or uh-huh. which is also kind of weird, right. competent whatever be the ones that can do it themselves why do you need the white man to come in and save you kind of i just thought that, that was an interesting take it is it's you there know? yeah also also it's just as far as kind of like plot holes go yeah they go and they make friends with the mermaid people uh-huh. the mermaid versions of them right they get their fucking area their mermaid land ravished yeah and the husband and wife are still going into battle with you Bitch, I don't know about that. I don't okay. know about that. I don't yeah. know that you're still. Yeah, not not enough to break it for me. Becca, she's like, I'm not. No, you just came and killed my son or did some crazy shit, killed right. my people. I'm not going yeah. to battle with you. You're getting the fuck out. Like, you know. Okay, and that's where I'm like, yeah, that's true. So here's uh, here, here's number one. Okay, I'll here's give you one more. One. I'll give you one more. As there, as the climax, the battle is happening. Yeah, we just totally right? spoiled this movie for the fucking fun. Listen, please, yeah, please, yeah. if you haven't seen it yet, that's we're doing you. you a favor. That's yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the throughout the movie, there's this military operation mm-hmm. to get the avatars 
the fake avatars assimilated with the real ones. So apparently Earth can just kind of take over and get its resources, right? Get the jelly shit, get all that. There's a respective balance. That's why homeboys don't poach the whales for a certain amount of time mm-hmm. or they don't do more than one or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But it's clear that the military's goal is to take out the Navi, mm-hmm. right? Yep. They send the ship with the fake avatars to it and they have this gigantic end days battle where it's the Navi versus the fucking fake Navi. There is never at one point any backup for the fake Navi. Mm-hmm. If the goal of the humans is to take out, take them out and they have this climactic battle where they have the leader and they have the person they're trying to, don't you send all forces to go and back them up? No, they had one weird battle and then they're doing a ceremony and they're everybody's happy ever after, kind of like the end of the first one. A little bit. Where's the backup? You mean that was think, a horribly planned mission. I think that first that was, battle was in the first movie, right? Where they had all the backup. It's literally like war of the yeah, fucking world. It, it's in the first movie. This second movie isn't, it isn't, and that's one thing that I liked is like the, the, the final act is like so ape shit and I love it, but it was also like a, it was personal. It was like a small scale. Like it wasn't a. There's gonna be five of them. A, end end of the way. world. Hopefully, end of the end of the world. Lord of the Rings, like climactic battle, Game of the Thrones, Game Game of Thrones style. That that wasn't. I don't think oh, the sure. part of the setup at the end. I know what you mean, and like maybe that guy should have had more backup. See, I got that idea from the mission because they have the whole, which is also stupid, but they're flying on this weird helicopter, and bitch is just drinking a mug of coffee, like it's not spilling. Get out of here. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, uh, that whole idea where they were linking up was that oh we need to catch them vulnerable and destroy them you would think that there would be some sort of like backup you have to kill the Shea Guevara of the group right yeah is what they're trying to do yeah yes which is Jake trying to kill him yeah yeah because he knows all the he knows how these America works and they're trying to colonize Pandora they're trying to make it they're trying to terraform it I just imagine that one of them would be like yo guys he's actually injured his kid had to save him he's on a boat that's sinking to the bottom of the ocean right now if we get like two other jets in here we got him I don't disagree with call? this. Look, let me tell you. I don't disagree with this. <laughs> we can end this right now. We can do this all day with any fucking movie. Though. I know. I know. I just, any movie. You, most, like, for instance, most here, here, movie here's of all an easy time. One. You're not gonna fix here's an that easy plot one. hole. No, but we can do we can do this all day. Like, here's an easy one. I've always thought, and I'm I don't fuck with Star Wars. I'm not a Star Wars guy. You okay. said that you recently rewatched it, the whole thing. Uh, well, so I didn't see the new three ones when they came out, and then so during the pandemic, she had never seen any of them. So yeah, I took her through the first six, okay. and we all watched, we both watched the last three for the. So, first time. in the first one, mm-hmm. Darth Vader could easily say, "Dude, I'm your dad," like that, <laughs> but doesn't doesn't waits to cut his fucking hand off later in his moments from death okay like there, we could do this all day perfect oxygen on every fucking planet perfect gravity on every fucking planet. oh no first okay let's we could do this all day Becker was we like, do this what was up with the floating rocks and i was like you know what? i can't explain that one i was like no, i don't know i don't know how gravity because, works dude, normal you know what works for there. me like cinematic logic because it's fucking cool <laughs> works for me like it, it almost always works for me if it's fucking dope like it works for me that's where i'm like oh and and hey watch it i'm giving it the benefit of the doubt I watched the mill. Brian it's could not fall asleep it. during it. I he tried. Not. I definitely, yes, I expected it. Uh, <laughs> I definitely encourage you to watch it. It's definitely worth the viewing. I just, you know. And and I would and I would also add, watch it in it's the biggest you screen that you can. Me. I don't get that the simps in the world <laughs> fucking love this movie. Did you ever watch John Wilson <laughs> on HBO? How to with John Wilson? It's uh-uh. a good little docu series. He there's this guy and he interviews like rando 
groups and peoples and finds himself in weird situations. He finds himself among these, uh, this is like two years ago, so before like this new Avatar was going to come out. He finds himself, this documentarian, who's just a one-man crew, uh, with these the most rabid, like hardcore Avatar fans that are like in a support group because they saw Avatar and now they're depressed and it's like clinical. They don't live, yes. That they don't live mm-hmm. on Pandora. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I cannot help but like... Real shit? You think that's real? Oh, it is. Like if you watch that episode of television, like it absolutely is. And I think there's something to that. So like if you're interested in, in uh, something that you've never seen before, watch, you know, go, go, go to the movies. It's the whole reason why we go to the movies. It's to see shit we've never seen before. To me, like, as a guy who lives in this era, which, by the way, I was watching Avatar last night, and I was thinking, <laughs> I had this thought, this might be the best timeline that <laughs> I live in. Christmas 2022. <laughs> this is the best timeline insofar as, I mean, like, and you know how there's multiverses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This might be the best, the best one. Okay. Because I was watching that movie on the biggest fucking screen. Um, you know, I think about 100 years ago where people would watch movies and there was no sound. Like, I feel like this is, we're watching something in 3D, like in a way that has never been presented in history before. And it's it's really a, a go to the theater experience, you know, for sure. So if the listeners are watching that and they've, they, have, they haven't scratched that itch in a while, or they're morbidly fascinated at the very least, I encourage you to go out of your way, watch it on the biggest screen that you can. It's going to be available. And something tells me, Mr. James Cameron, uh, is going to re-release this movie indefinitely. <laughs> Like four years from now, like dude, if Avengers Endgame was re-released, he's gonna re-release all five parts as one just big day-long movie, a, a quintuple feature, and I would be there for it. No, um, quintuple feature, but no, nah, like if if you were to release Star Wars or Endgame ne- this year, like I don't think people would see it. I don't think it would like increase their box office. I don't think people care. But for Avatar, they show up for it, and it's, I think that's really interesting to me. Yeah, and, and, it, and it, it, it unites the globe too. Like it, it works with different countries as well. You can't watch. They're not putting that on TV. You're not watching Avatar. It opened in China. TV. What? It opened in China. What do you mean? They showed Avatar on, in China. Well, but they don't show, like, they didn't show the new Black Panther in China. No, I said TV. Television. Like, yeah, like on, um, like, you're not putting that with commercial breaks. It's a five-hour movie. In, Ch- in China. They did that in China? No, I'm asking. Is that what you mean? Or do you mean on television? On television. Sure. Yeah, sure. Not. They put fucking Titanic. They put all these long-ass movies. Yeah, but they cut shit out of Titanic. Do they? Yeah, they, they cut, like, 15 minutes out of it, I think. It's like weird shit, you know, an extra second on the fucking boat. Just weird shit like that. What the shit? But with Avatar, you kind of have to see it in theaters. You that's the only to way see, to see it. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Like, you don't. If you watch it on, if you that's Disney just, Plus that's it, the you're seeing it wrong. James Cameron. Like, when you hear James Cameron, you know he's not making a movie that you can watch, like, on Thanksgiving Day with your family. Also, not for nothing, but. He's making a fucking go to the movies. I didn't on know Christmas what. Day with your I still don't know what's real and what's not real with those movies. Like I just was told yesterday that the water is not real, that it's CGI. I'm like, it looks, it looks fucking real to me. In Avatar, yeah. I thought the whole thing was CGI. I thought I, the only thing that was real were the actors, the and humans, suits. right? Like, yeah, that's what I was told. Dude, it looks fucking real. Like, no, I was told they did all like it was like really daunting and like all just on fake shit. You know, there's wow. Like to me, that's just like wow. Like I don't know, that's a mind blower to me because this shit looks like people in makeup. I mean, they probably were, right? They probably had, like, 
they probably had the suit around their face, but they have the blue face paint, right? And just so it is like a seamless integration when they do need to CGI shit. I'm sure there was a level of makeup to it, but yeah, I don't think they were in like pools. I don't. I think that when they're fucking, I thought, the, I thought they were walking the bow of the ship. They're not in like a. They're not in a ship. Ship stage. No, they're, they're in, in like ship. a green. Yeah, they're probably in like a green screen. Yeah, I heard it was all done. So that's pretty sick. And like um, animatronic shit and like they had like a fake wheel head and like those shit. Australian characters that are like doing the at. doing the Moby Dick shit like are they not on a real like jet ski thing because those Australian characters that are like poaching the with the oh, harpoons bro that okay. shit not, not real homeboy is getting knocked off the boat every time that thing hit a fucking wave he's in that just that stupid harness and he's <laughs> on, that dude was the most annoying part of that movie that 10 minutes of the movie unsufferable really? where you, you get the so? Australian guy and he gives that lame introduction to the jail oh insufferable wow. and my chick I don't know how to say this without making her sound like a hateful person. Oh. She's not a hateful person, oh. but she's not the biggest fan of Australian accents. And I'm just... I'm I love the her, Australian accent. I'm looking at her laughing because his his lines... Get on a... Get on a... This is fucking stupid one-liners. You one can't liners. get over it. Get up. Get into it. Yeah, shit. stupid one-liners. And it's just... I was laughing so hard. And he was insufferable. He was the worst part of that I love film. the way the Australians pronounce their O's. Um, how? So, like, there's YOLO, right? Yeah. They say YOLO. Y'all are, isn't that? I don't when I when people say adorable? idea with a end with an R idea. Oh yeah, that's that's oh, weird. That's a weird one. I don't like that vagina. Uh, I was listening to uh, like this MMA podcast, and this guy was in London, and he said that him and a, a, a British dude, I guess, English guy, we were having a debate about aluminum. He said he said aluminum. Aluminium. Yeah, and the guy in London was saying aluminium. Yeah. And he goes, it's aluminum. And the guy in London's like, well, we invented the language. So <laughs> aluminium. <laughs> I guess that's like, oh, got a point. I mean, think about that, but yeah. is it though? They also mm. fucking spell color and shit with U's. So. I do too. UI. Morning, behavior, color. Like, I, I don't know where I picked that up. It just, I just mm. the way I've always done it. I don't know. Mm. I pick, must have picked it up British somewhere. forms of spelling. Yeah, European forms of spelling. I don't know. I was never raised by one, so I don't know yeah. where I learned that. Yeah, interesting. It's, uh, yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah, I'm like, it's the difference. That's why when you see the settings, uh, American English or oh, yeah. British English or, or British European English, English yeah. one, one last thing on Avatar you'll misspell those things is, yeah. uh, it's, it's one of the reasons to go to the movies and it's a visual spectacle and it's per, you know the CGI blah 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 um, I, I say that same shit I put all that sentiment and I, and I project it onto everything everywhere all at once with a good compelling story with good compelling performances and cinematography that really they did everything the hard way yeah. like shit that like there's special effects in that. There's so many special effects in that movie that, like, they did it the hard way too. Like how they rotoscope and mask stuff out and make things that are there with the wardrobe and the <laughs> the practical effects. Yes. And like that movie, to me, it was another reason why to go to the movies was that. And it was just so, so cool to see something done like the hard way. It was, yeah. yeah. And that's, uh, I mean, even there, you can tell there's like CGI and editing, but it's done so where there's props. There's actual right. like they are probably using more of like a there's a, not a spinning donut in the sky physical. but there is but you know they did make it you know yeah. you can tell and yeah. uh there's a lot of there's a lot of great special effects in there and, and also it's there for the story it pushes the story and the narrative and the characters and the drama forward and that's one of those movies go out of your way and watch that too i saw it twice in theater any any quick little tidbit predictions for 2023 or things that you have your heart set on things that you want to happen or that you hope happen <laughs> I'm so selfish. You know, the one bad thing about like being an entrepreneur or like a, a business or being a personal brand is like the, you know, 
we're so obsessed with our phones. Like it does this thing where like you're the center of the universe and like, I don't want to be the center of the universe. Mm. You know what I mean? So like the first place my mind went to was like, I I want my brand to grow. Like I want to make more money. I want to put money away. And it's like, how the fuck does that serve anybody else? You know what I mean? And I can't believe that was the first place my brain went to, but it was. Um, So I just want to get that shit out of the way. But for like the betterment of like mankind and shit, fuck man, you know, um, I would just love a year without like a, a, without a catastrophe, you know? I would love that. It'd be cool to get one. Keep wishing. I know, but I I don't want another snowpocalypse. Uh, I I don't want like this uh, pre-election. I don't want Trump to come back and be like, I'm running for the Green Party. By the way, happy January. Were you there? Be honest. Did you attend Um, the Capitol riots two years ago? I can either confirm or deny. Mm. Yeah, Mm. yeah. But Mm. uh, (laughs) um, yeah, I don't really know how to answer that, man. Like, I I just want. Like a, I just want to be able what to. What are breathe. some personal things that you do want to accomplish for yourself? Personal things, man. I want my YouTube to be monetized. Cool. I want my YouTube to be monetized. So I need yeah. seven hundred more subscribers, and I need like three thousand more watch hours. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, I want to continue to make dope shit. I want to, if my shit pops, I want it to be for something that I'm proud of that I that I did, not because I I hacked the system, you yeah, know, like yeah. I hacked the numbers. I'm like, nah, that's not sustainable. Also, did you ever read uh, James Clear Atomic Habits? Mm-mm. That's a fucking phenomenal book. It'll change Atomic your life. Habits? Atomic Habits. It's an easy read. You can get it on Audible if you're into that. Um, that that's a, that's a life changing read every year book. And uh, for instance, like the premise is, it's not about our goals. It's about our habits. Should I Don't read or listen to it. Doesn't listen matter. to it because he narrates it too, and he's okay. he's a good speaker. Um, I just I kind of dabble. I mean, you got to kind of do both. I think nowadays sometimes I'm in the middle of a physical book right now, but I'm also in the middle of like two audio books. It's good to like. I mean, you have like, like a, a lot of good foliage around here like to go for a walk and like walk your dog and listen to something so i would suggest it but he the premise is like uh instead of instead of saying i want to run five miles a day instead say i want to be a runner right like that mindset Mm -hmm. is a different mindset that can get you closer to your goals versus you know it's all about the number i want to lose 50 pounds how about instead of that you you want to be healthier. You want to have healthier. You want to eat a healthier breakfast. Kind every of talked day. about that on my previous episode. But yeah, framing your your intentions. And yes, your, your goals. I, I, and I was and I knew I was going to mention Atomic Habits, um, which is like it's it's sold like forty million. Like yeah. it's 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 an insane book. You must read it? it. James Clear, uh, incredible, incredible, life changing book. But so uh, my goal, personal goal, development goals is to is to have stronger, better habits uh, this year. And then like on a long enough timeline, if you, if you iterate and you're, I do believe this whole idea of 1% better a day, you know, leads to like exponential, whatever. Um, I do believe like in six months, I'll be a different person essentially. And and I'm all about transformation in that way. Yeah. Change. Cool. Change is a theme of mine for 2023. Um, You know, inevitable. It's going to happen. It's going to be something that's just a part of life. And I think if we have our mindset on that and just a, a way where we're attentive of it or you know, intentional when we go through these changes, right? Like, I don't know where I'm going to be in six months. It's great, great way of putting it. Like if you do something different every day or just strive for that 1% being better, you know, you're inevitably going to be in a different place and it's probably going to be a place that's better off than if you were to not do something for, you know, X amount of time. Yeah. And instead of saying, I want my brown belt or I want my black belt, 
How about so, I want to go to jujitsu at least twice a week? Yeah, yeah. I just want to be do jujitsu more. Yeah, right. right? And how many times do you do it now? None. All right. Well, cool. Now you're going once a week. <laughs> Which go. that's my a selfish goal of mine is to get you back into jujitsu in 2023. Oh, let's do it. Um, I the had school I went to was, and also I had heard from someone else. Who we'll, was, talk. Who, okay, we'll talk. Okay, we'll, we'll do yeah, that. Yeah, because they, they buried the school I went to. I get okay. They buried it, and I was like, well, I didn't know it was bad. Um, it was just close to my house. That's why I went. <laughs> hmm. I just I'm in that realm, so I'm wondering if we should. What's I that? I have jujitsu people in the community that listen to it, so I'm wondering if. <clears throat> oh, I don't want to say. If it's worth saying. Cool, cool, cool. We won't. Yeah, we I don't want to say. We won't. But my goal is to get you back in that. I actually had mats in my Zen room up until the flood. They right. got flooded with the thing. But I was gonna. I was contemplating whether or not I hit you up and be like, "Hey, man, bring bring some shorts and we'll roll." I'm like, just fucking. Do you do? A, I have to ask, but do you do gi or no gi? Both, son. Okay. Both. Only way. Only way. Got okay. it. I'm a fundamental or a purist, we'll call it. Okay. But yeah, I think you got to do the gi. I was going to buy. I was going to buy gi, and then I, I had not the best first impression, and I was like, I'll hold off on that. Yeah, yeah. You don't. And need, I had paid for six months up front. I started, and they didn't give you a gi. They didn't give me no. Well, yeah, shitty school. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's. I started. I started with MMA, so I started just going to like an MMA school, mm. and and it was a way to like lose weight and like have let aggression out, punch shit, punch people, fight, mm. <laughs> right? Like you were saying, kind of. Um, but also in that little small time frame, learned a lot about myself. You know, I kind of had this weird mentality that I was weak or not good enough. You know, and like just the act of like losing weight and being put through like physical activity is a way of like toughening up, if you will. Yeah. You know, but then also like learning self defense and saying that hey you can defend yourself in a standard scenario if you will right mm -hmm. unless somebody that also knows it's bigger and better than you then that's what sucks and like everybody's doing it now right and so you just got to get involved with it somehow nogi is fine like nogi is the real world practical out on the street use right, like, nobody's true. walking around with heavy coats on all day yeah. what you're wearing right now a little dangerous for someone that knows what they're doing but oh okay real day basis that's good yeah, to know. you're not wearing fucking that kind of shit. That's so. good to know. I'm wearing a hoodie for the people listeners. Are like, people are like, oh yeah, yeah, with a really thick collar. Very thick. It's, pretty, it's, it's not thin. <laughs> Very thick and tempting. <laughs> just to kind of start wrapping your hands around. Um, but yeah, you just got to do it. And it's... it's I do want Environment to. is the most important thing. And that sucks because that's... Uh, as jujitsu grows in popularity, it's, it's, you know, it's definitely getting the meatheads it's definitely getting the bros that just want to go in and you know hurt people hurt yeah and then you know not all the time it's a it's a sport based off respect and those people don't last generally yeah if they're in a good environment but unfortunately you can get toxic environments that just breed that kind of shit you know and it's blown up so everybody does it right now you know in five years 90% of the people that are doing it probably won't still be doing it right and then we'll have their new flush of people that do it and so on and so forth so it's just one of those things that you know you're either into it or you're not it sucks that you had a bad experience and like you never want that you definitely want people to go and because most people have a very positive experience with it most people go and learn a lot feel safe feel like they're in an environment that's fun i also what i did learn was i have a lot of bad uh, backyard wrestling habits <laughs> oh no yeah like the way i you know you go from like lying down to standing up this guy was like, what, what, what are you doing? <laughs> You're all fake. You're just selling injuries you don't have already. <laughs> <laughs> and Getting he, up all like, yeah, the, the, the guy was like, dude, no, get up like this, you know, for this reason. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know why. I didn't even know I got up a certain way. You know You're stomping I mean? your feet when you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Dude, man. That's true. I yeah. lived in that world there's some, too. There's some bad habits there. Yeah. Well, man, uh, 
I loved it. This definitely took a turn, but I, yeah, I mean, as always, every yeah, every episode is. Every time we do it, it fucking is. Uh, do you have any little last minute things you want to end on for twenty twenty three? Any little shout outs? Any things that anything you got coming up? Your movies. Where can people find them? Can people find them? Can people watch them and contribute? I know you said one's doing a film festival. One's run. doing a film festival thing. So just stay tuned for that. Um, subscribe to Indie Darlings on YouTube to to stay tuned for that i'd really appreciate it but oh, yeah get those I just, numbers up. i would just tell people page monetized, i would just tell people like you know just general like i have nothing to plug just you know live with passion there and, you go and, i like it yeah yeah and keep a force road around your heart uh, we don't know what 2023 is going to be and so just protect yourself man i love it because i've been asking a lot of people as we get into the new year i just i try to whatever topics i'm going to talk about or i have on my mind i try to have those be you know how i engage with people and be relevant in my life and so many people are have some sort of message of lead with love or passion, you know, or be kind. Like a lot of people unprovoked too. I'm just being like, Hey, what are you going into 2023 with? They're just coming out with like a positive little lead with this love, joy, be kind. It's nice to hear that, you know, seemingly unprovoked. See, people are seemingly just have that at the forefront of their mind when they're thinking new year, whatever. And maybe that is a little bit of a haze, new year, new me haze. But yeah, I mean, I really feel it this year, like this intoxic, intoxicating like drunk off the new year spell you know and it's like people where is this energy in april okay this is weird and i don't necessarily it 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 correlates to our episode but i don't know how but we were talking about cycles and ever since i've gotten in the habit of going through like the seasons like Mm. and it's just lame shit but one of like for the winter i got my beard going right now like i'm not cutting my hair even more so because i'm not working i don't have any like i don't Mm -hmm. have to look fresh right but the last two years during the winter time, I let all my shit grow out. Uh, I generally don't really care what I eat this year. I am just cause of the stomach shit, but mm-hmm. like last year I lifted a lot and gained like 10 pounds, but also got bulky, you know, was a, reached a couple different like highlights on lifting, like a couple different milestones on lifting. I hadn't hit, um, during the springtime, dial my diet in, you know, really focus on building like lean muscles to kick my running up a lot. Uh, obviously, it's like getting weather's getting nicer, so go out swimming, spend more time outdoors, really embrace the spring and the summertime because the weather's beautiful, right? Yeah. Getting into the idea of living life through seasons, kind of like yeah. animals do. I read something that we used to do that, our pre existing. Yeah. Well, I think that's where human- the horoscope stuff came from. Probably right, like people There's that were born in December there, are going to be different kinds of babies than the ones that are born in the spring, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And you got, dude. There's tie-ins everywhere, right? There's yeah. got to be little tie-ins everywhere. Those things to have some truth to them, right? But yeah, you know, and I, I don't know if it had to do with the horoscopes, but it did have to do with seasons. life cycles yeah. and like the animals go through seasons. So yeah. we obviously were not fighting predators during the winter time because they're in hibernation, bears, shit like that. So our lifestyles were tailored to the seasons, obviously with agriculture and growing crop and things like that back before we could do it year round, you were relying on those kinds of things. So mm. for whatever reason, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to start like having little trigger points lifestyle wise to flow into these seasons. And for me, it's yeah, the last three years, the beginning of the year, I do have a lot of energy. And I think that's maybe why I'm focusing on like leading with themes rather than like resolutions mm-hmm. because you have to remind yourself in April, right? Like yeah. it would be real nice to have the gunk or the gusto you have in January. Mm-hmm to also have that in April. Yeah. You know, it may taper down a little bit, but if you can have something to maybe remind yourself like, oh, springtime, new season, you know, now I got to get my summer bod going or whatever, you know, and start getting hyped for shit. I don't know. But something to do with maybe habits and cyclical behaviors. Because... You know you just reminded me of? 
You're talking about Avatar, right? Oh, God. You're talking about the whales, and you're like, this is just like a documentary. Man, I don't know. Like, I I could not help but feel yesterday watching it, like, what James Cameron is trying to say is, like, Earth is our Pandora. Well, he also went to the ocean, the bottom, yeah. like, the deepest part, Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, he yeah, just, like, set the record. Finding shit. Mm-hmm. Go to the he, God complex. He, he did Avatar and then went under the ocean for five years, came back with Avatar 2 and was like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Dude. He's got little things. But I, I just love, and I'm resonating with this because what you're saying about the seasons. And I, like, when you look at Earth like that way, like a, as an organism, like it reminds you of, it reminds you of Pandora and how really like, you know, don't you feel like a, a, a oneness or a connection with like your pet? Don't you feel like kind of connected oh God, to your pet? Bro, like you love your worst. pet? Like you're not exactly tethered to them? Like with your oh, ponytail? Oh, she knows when I'm coming home. She but you knows, see what I mean? Like, yeah, like and it's there. like uh, being grounded with earth and the seasons and all that and looking at things more like holistically, I do think it's a good, is a better approach overall. Yeah, man. Yeah. And Avatar taught me that. And so, yeah. Thanks, Avatar. You know what that bridge for me is? <laughs> Never mind. I've been looking at my dog's poop. Poop's like, yeah. poop is the gateway to health. It's really the window <laughs> to health. Honestly, it is. I'm finding that out. And uh, uh, you know, Avatar, simple things like Avatar, gut health. They make you think of just nature. And right. You know, hopefully we can just. Do you think we'll ever be like one with nature again? Like we're are, the humans, the way that we're we are now, are never. I think going we back, can only right? be one with it in in like a moment at a time right like if you're on mushrooms and you're like me and this tree man like or whatever like i think you could be one with it but it's not it's not everlasting it's fleeting okay do you think that all right knives shoot that idea out of the air do you think that people will become inclined to be more connected to nature like you mean western civilization the way we're going no i mean civilizations in general india is one of the most air pollutant true very countries in the world china china as well china as well um no the way we're going Damn. no the I way know, we're going like man i really don't hope for a catastrophe i like I the earth i think like the natural earth shit. will be fine the humans mm, the, the, it, it will shake yeah, it off let's be real huh? yeah, yeah earth will be fine yeah earth will be all right yeah see we're worried about earth nah no i mean <laughs> like us that we need to even if we do about. another ice age and all that like you know the plants will grow over the the skyscrapers and you know all that kind of how shit how long have you been in texas since I was, um, I mean, no, I'm sorry, Austin, four. Austin, I'm sorry, that's since a bad 2012 on, uh, and then I took like a three year break. Okay, so I have been here straight since 2015, beginning of 2016, yeah. and it's snowed every year. And nobody you'll get like an that. inch, of nobody snow. told me that, yeah, but bro, it's Texas, it's and it never used to be that falling way. exactly, yeah. falling on the ground. It has hit the ground every single year. The first year right. it was just like hitting and melting, yep, but then my dog was buried in fucking three feet of snow out of my, she jumped off my porch. Wait, your dog was here. okay, right. Yeah, it just it jumped off the patio in the back, oh. but there's like a foot drop, oh, wow. and she jumped onto the snow, thinking that. But that's how deep it was. She yeah. went a foot in because of how much it snowed out here. Yeah, which is wild. In Austin, Austin, Texas, what? It is wild. And I've like longtime Texas people or Austin people in particular have been like, oh yeah, no, no didn't do that ten years ago. They ten did. years ago, no, didn't. we didn't have cold ass winters. Yeah. It was like this all the time. Dead trees and seventy. Yeah, Earth is telling us something, but who's gonna listen? We're gonna have to at one point. I mean, I think we. It's we're gonna so. be forced to. All the geriatrics aren't gonna listen. I mean, they don't have much time left. They got one anyways. foot in the ground. And they're gonna become the Earth. Oh. If they're lucky. If they're lucky. That's how I want to go out. I think. I think now that that's becoming a famous, we'll end on that. Me and my chick were talking about that last night. Cremated, buried, or plant pod? How do you want to go out? Cremated. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right now, that's probably the best way to go. You think so? Yeah, but I think in like 10 years when they really got the, hey, you want to be a tree? We'll put you in the ground and like... Would you want to be a gem? A what? A gem. A gem? A gem. Like a diamond? Yeah. Like if they can put, turn you into a gem, like, you know, oh, use your carbon like and like... me into some shit. Yeah, would you want that? I feel like you just get lost, like like a button they or something. They do that though, don't they? I think people are like rings. Some people, people are gems. made into rings and shit. Yeah. I like the idea of the urn and like, oh, my old man, he's over there, you know. Put me in a Folgers can. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be like in a old school, like eight millimeter container. Yeah. That's what I think that fucking... That yeah. I, I think you've solidified it for me. Dang. What about you? I don't know. Probably you like you like want to be a tree? Oh, out of, the, out of those three options? I think the tree option is becoming one. Yeah. Mm. It'd be kind of cool to like... So no embalming. No, yeah, no, 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 no. I don't Got want it. to be warm food no, in a box rotting. I don't like the idea of rotting. You don't like it? Okay. Not really. I mean, I, if you're putting me in the ground and I'm like rotting because things are like eating me in a month, I'm going to be gone. True. A part of the soil, maybe, because I'm becoming something, I guess. Part right. of the life cycle, you know. Yeah. Circle of life. Part of that whole shit. Um, but in a box, just fucking getting dusty and weird and bones and just not really flesh just is kind of going away, I guess. I don't know. Right. It's weird. That's kind of weird. Being burned, it's like, yeah, ashes. I can... Going into the, I don't know what this the, is. There's a lot the of closure there. Me smoke, you know? Right? There's a lot of closure. Indians, there. right? Pyres, funeral pyres. Those were yeah. a thing. It's part of the process that Certainly. they have for years. Yeah. Being a tree, I think it'd be kind of cool, unless you're getting like chopped down. You know, it'd be dope to be like one of these trees. One of those trees? Yeah, that'd be All sick. dope. Yeah. Damn. Goals. Make me into a diamond, I guess. <laughs> Shine like diamonds. All right, man. It was fun. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate you. Uh, and you said Indie Darlings. Yeah, you already played your shit. That's it? Just Indie Darlings? Indie no Darlings. No Knives in a Row or anything else? No? Nah. Fuck it. Indie Darlings. Anywhere, everywhere, all over the place.